The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School soccer is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Dowling Catholic soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good evening and welcome to Dowling Catholic High School here in West Des Moines. Uh, We are very excited to bring you a big CIML matchup in the boys' soccer standings. We've got the Dowling Catholic Maroons hosting the Urbandale Jayhawks, and it is a beautiful night for soccer, low 60s, sun is still out, but setting, lights are turning on, crowd is filling up, and quite the atmosphere for you here. A lot on the line tonight, Uh, obviously we've got a conference matchup, so as Urbandale and Dowling look to square off and get bragging rights in the CIML Central, and as well as the last game before state, sub-state rankings, are released and so the uh, substate groups were announced last week uh, and actually both these two teams are in the same substate group so Dowling and Urban will have the potential to see each other here in a couple of weeks as we go into the postseason uh, but tonight's matchup has implications for seeding on the line uh, and then a very big first round bye in substate which grants uh, each team you know one less game to play to play or to get knocked out and so uh, exciting matchup here tonight I'm joined by uh, Good friend and general manager of the Des Moines Menace, Charlie Bales, who will be replacing a uh, absent Ben Teeling tonight. So, uh, Charlie, welcome to the broadcast. Happy to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tanner. Um, as Tanner said, great night for soccer. Uh, two teams here ready to face off. Dowling sitting at 10-4 and four, and the Urbandale Jayhawks visiting. Dowling Catholic here sitting at 8-6. and six. As Tanner said, a beautiful night for soccer. Teams are warming up. we got shooting drills going on. For Dowling and possession over in the corner for the Urbandale Jayhawks. Uh, excited to see what, what what's to lie ahead here. Indeed, indeed. And we are uh, just under eight minutes from kickoff. Uh, we're going to walk you through a little bit about what we can expect to see tonight. Talking to Coach Teeling on the Dowling sideline, uh, we've got a uh, full healthy 11 for the Maroons for the first time in weeks. Uh, so, between uh, a recent red card and uh, a couple of nagging injuries, the Bruins haven't been able to put out their first choice 11 in a several game stretch and uh, also a formation change from Coach Teeling. So, uh, Coach played most of the season in a 4 3 3 and uh, wasn't liking the way his midfield was connecting and keeping possession. So, he switched to a 4 1 2 1 2, which is a fancy way of saying a 4 4 2. And, um, that was Friday night, first time we walked the four one two one two out. And uh, as you guys are hopefully aware, we were able to uh, defeat Roosevelt, albeit uh, a 0-0 draw, but victorious on penalty kicks. And so now we've got the full 11 back. Excited to see what the uh, top 11 can do in this new look. Uh, and on the other side of the break, we're going to hear Charlie talk about the differences between the four three three and the four four two that we're seeing. Uh, but we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Dallin Catholic soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. 
heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Welcome back to Dowling Catholic High School. We are bringing you a CIML boys soccer matchup, the varsity game here tonight. Uh, The JV game just ended a few minutes ago. Dowling Catholic knocked off the visiting Urbandale Jayhawks 2-0 in a JV victory. So uh, now the varsity squads are about to take the uh, pitch, and Dowling hoping hoping to defend home turf in a CIML Central showdown. So uh, I'm joined by Charlie Bales in the booth tonight. We are under five minutes on the clock from kickoff. And as I mentioned before the break, we've got a formation change uh, on behalf of Dallin and Coach Teeling, especially from a 4-3-3 to a 4-4-2, and more specifically a 4-1-2-1-2. Charlie, talk about the differences between the 4-3-3 and what we're putting out tonight for Dallin. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these uh, two formations go up against one another. One of the coaches here is probably going to have to make an in-game change to deal with the other formation. I look for Dowling in a 4-1-2-1-2 to have their holding mid sit, get the balls off the center back, really dictate the tempo of the game, moving the ball side to side, choosing when to and when not to attack. And then we'll see in, in, in the 4-3-3 from, from Urbandale, um, how are they going to deal with that? Are they going to bring someone up that to sit on that holding mid, not let him dictate the tempo of the game? Is that 4-3-3? Are they wide in the attack? Do they tuck in a little bit narrow and let the outside backs get forward? It, it, it should be a good one, and we'll see what Coach Teeling here does, um, as well as Coach Darby Wesley for the Jayhawks um, in game to, to kind of uh, you know adhere to what the other team is is putting out there. And, and so you mentioned Darby Wesley, coach for Urbandale. So as these two coaches face off, an interesting uh, tidbit about each coach: both are first year varsity boys coaches, and so. Uh, Certainly got coaching experience, not their first walk on the sideline. But at the varsity level, at the head coach level, uh, both Coach Jackson Teeling and, for Dowling and Darby Wesley for Urbandale, uh, first year into the program. So excited to see how these coaches, uh, you know, do a little bit of a chess match tonight and face off against each other. Uh, certainly uh, Dowling is eager to uh, lock in what they believe to be a number two seed in the sub-state. So groups came out last week. In Dowling's group uh, includes Johnston, Urbandale, Roosevelt, Lincoln, and Mason City. So interesting enough, uh, Dowling will have played every team in its group. And Dowling also avoided some of the top teams in the state. Uh, We had a chance to see Waukee, the number one team in the state, kick off against Dowling uh, seven days ago. And Dowling hung in there 0-0 at half, uh, fell 2-0 ultimately, which uh, I'd have to check the schedule. It may be Waukee's closest end result on the season. Waukee has a, had a goal differential that is stratospheric through about 15 games of the season. Uh, so with that, Dowling avoids the uh, toughest of draws, but in the postseason, you never know what might happen. And so tonight, we've got a lot on the line. Uh, Johnston is in the group. Johnston looks set for a number one seed in, in the group and the battle for the number two seed, and very importantly, uh, a bye in the postseason. So, Charlie, talk about what it means to face off against a conference opponent and what that does to the players' mentality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the boys are here. They're, they're on their home turf. 
Um, as Tanner mentioned, okay, this is really one of their last test when it comes to that CM, CIML group. Um, both these teams, uh, Tanner mentioned Dowling playing on Friday. Uh, Urbandale also got a victory uh, Friday night against Mason City. So, you know, both these coaches and as well as their rosters had the weekend to, you know, rest up, prepare, get ready for this matchup, which ultimately has large implications leading into the postseason. And we all know for high school soccer, the ultimate goal there is to have, have a good seat going into sub-state, potentially get a bye, and then try to make it to the state tournament out of County Soccer Park. Indeed, indeed. And this being a CML matchup, we've got uh, uh, two, two teams that play each other every season. And so a lot of familiarity out there, uh, both being in the Des Moines area. You've got some crossover on the club scene as well. And, you know, this was a matchup that, you know, if you go back over the last 10 years, Urbandale has had the better of the results the last uh, couple of years. Three of the last four, indeed, Urbandale has been victorious. But you go back before that, Dowling had won five games in a row over Urbandale. And so uh, certainly Dowling, Urbandale's won two in a row. Again, uh, reminder, last season was canceled, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. Uh, but we're back at it. And so uh, for those seniors out there, They've never beat Urbandale. Uh, freshman year, lost. Sophomore year, lost. Junior year, season canceled. And now senior year. And so certainly last chance for uh, a lot of the guys tonight to uh, end their careers with a, uh, a victory against a tough interconference opponent. And so uh, we are getting ready for kickoff. Uh, we will take a uh, quick pause for the pregame prayer as the team does itself and uh, the Dowling Catholic fight song. So you're listening to Dowling Catholic Boys Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome Hello, my name is Father Dowling Ryan Catholic Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines. K233BT Des Moines. KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. CIML matchup. We've got the Dowling Catholic Maroons hosting the Urbandale Jayhawks. So we got Dowling Catholic tonight playing in maroon tops and maroon shorts. 
and a special tweak from Coach Teeling uh, went out and got his team gray socks. Uh, I was talking to him before the game, and he called this out, and and uh, he called it a swag boost. Uh, so uh, hoping that uh, a little uh, a little gear, a little. Uh, uh, lineup or sorry, a little uniform uh, edit could uh, give the team a little excitement. Uh, the visiting Urbandale Jayhawks are playing in the road all white, and so we've got the uh, Maroons of Dowling hosting the uh, all whites of the Jayhawks. So an exciting matchup. We are seconds away from kickoff, and uh, a really beautiful night here tonight. I'm joined by Charlie Bales in the booth. Uh, so Charlie, talk to us a little bit about. Uh, the opening five minutes and what each coach and team is going to look to do as uh, these two teams that know each other very well face off. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the first, the first really 60 seconds to five minutes of the game, the, the keys here are, you know, keep the ball in, in the attacking third, uh, no mistakes in the back. We'll see if the coaches direct their players to actually go direct and, just as opposed to playing possession around the back and risking giving up that early goal, get the ball forward, press, um, or they could sit back. Um, it's, it's a completely a coach's decision. We'll see from the opening kick whether or not we're dropping it back real quick and playing possession or we're playing in the attacking third and we're pressing. Um, as always, I'm sure the coaches are directing them, let's get the first shot, let's go into the first tackle hard, and let's take it from there. Indeed. And so as we near the end of the season, we've got three games left, including tonight for the Maroons. So the Dowling Catholic Maroons are hosting Urbandale tonight for boys varsity soccer. Uh, on Friday night, we'll be back again to host the Johnston Dragons in a really big matchup. Johnston uh, ranked ahead of Dowling, both in the state rankings and the conference rankings. Uh, so Dowling really looking to end the season strong, get two conference victories, and then they will travel to Ankeny Centennial, one of the better teams in the state, uh, to end the season next week. Whereas yes, Urbandale has done this week. Urbandale's got Dowling tonight, obviously. And then they play a really talented Valley team on Friday to wrap up their season. So we're nearing the end. Things are getting uh, tense. They're getting into deep conference play. And everybody's looking ahead towards the postseason, playing for that seed. And so as we uh, have said, uh, this is the game at which they uh, draw the line when they make the sub-state rankings. Uh, a win tonight for Dowling should lock them into the two seed in their sub-state group, which gives them that postseason bye. Charlie, talk about what getting a bye in the postseason means for teams' chances. Yeah, absolutely. You're always you're always fighting to get that bye, right? Because what happens is two teams are going to battle it out to then have to play against you. The legs will be tired. They'll they'll have some, the players will be beat up, and it's a very very quick turnaround. Uh, we watched. You know, Valley had a, a, a there was a Valley tournament earlier this year for Dowling where. Speaking with Coach Teeling, I was out there for the last game of the tournament, uh, which they beat Sioux City North 2-0. But that was the first game I had watched the Dowling all season. He said, listen, that wasn't how my team normally looks. We were very tired after the weekend, so those legs will get heavy, and getting a bye is crucial. Indeed, and we are underway between the Dowling Catholic Maroons and the Urbandale Jayhawks here at uh, Dowling Catholic High School. So uh, the Urbandale Jayhawks, the visiting team in all whites, got the opening kickoff and have done a nice job of keeping possession as they uh, build the ball into the Dowling field. And we've got a big save, a near goal on the first run of possession. We are less than 30 seconds into the half. And Urbandale played the ball nicely around, got down the left-hand side, hit a cross into the back post. And uh, the attacker for Urbandale got just enough on of it. 
But uh, Diego Leon, a little shaky out of the start, did get a fingertip to it and knocked it just wide of the post, but a near chance. Now we've got an in-swinging corner from Irmdale. Ball played into the six, punched away by Diego Leon out of the box. Dallin looks to reset, but Charlie, a really exciting start if you're a Jayhawks fan. Yeah, we talked about it. The quick start, right? Irmdale got it on the left side. They put a ball in the box. It was a good one-time hit, forcing the keeper to make a save, an early corner kick. It looks like Urbandale set the tone, and hopefully Dowling is able to settle into this game. Indeed, and now Dowling has possession for the first time up the right-hand side of the field. Uh, there is a foul right in front of the Dowling bench. Uh, senior Joe Reed was tripped up trying to hold possession off a throw-in. And so now we've got a, a set piece for the Maroons inside the Dowling half. Uh, this will be taken by Ben Jurgens, uh, free-kick specialist. He's about 40 yards from goal right in front of the Dowling bench on the sideline. And uh, the bigs are forward for Dowling, so they're looking to capitalize on set pieces early. We're about a minute into a game here at CML Boys Soccer. Ball's played into the box. To the far post, flipped out for a header. Everybody looks to uh, break and maintain possession. Yeah, they set the tone there with that. I mentioned earlier the first foul of the game. Uh, he looks like the left back from Irvingdale. Well, he goes into another tackle there. Set the tone, let Joe, Joe Reed know that he was there with a hard foul, which earned Dowling a free kick, which they really made nothing of. Got to beat the first defender. Indeed. And so now we've got uh, two fouls for the Urbandale left back. That appears to be Patrick Karinziza. Um, so a interesting start for him. A uh, little maybe just kind of slow to read the game early on, maybe a little jitters. And uh, we will see how the Dowling Catholic can capitalize on this second free kick. So similar spot, ball played into the box. Gets over the first man, headed out by the Urbandale defender. Abarca with a overhead kick that uh, ends up wide of the post, but an ambitious effort from the young lad. And so now Urbandale's got a goal kick and a chance to reset. He uh, finds the back of the net with that effort, and he is on Sports Center tomorrow morning. Um, half bicycle attempt from about 20 yards out that uh, ended up going wide of the net. Indeed. Yeah, you, you love the effort. Early on, uh, you know, I'm always a fan of. You know, giving it a go, right? You, you get that first shot out of the way. You're not stuck with a goose egg, and you never know what might happen, right? Uh, you can catch the goalie sleeping. You might be able to get a rebound. And so uh, Henry Abarca, freshman, attacking midfielder for Dowling, uh, ambitious opening, and as Charlie said, trying to get his name in the paper, trying to get on ESPN. Uh, didn't work out for him, but we'll see next time. Dowling's still in possession. Have played it all the way back to their goalie now, and Diego Leone plays a long ball through the middle of the park which is headed away from the Urbandale defenders, and the ball is bouncing through midfield now. No team can get a hold on it. They look to play out wide. It is intercepted. Urbandale plays it down into the Dowling half. It's cleared out towards half, and Urbandale now gets a foot on top of it and plays it to its left back, who tries to connect with the left midfielder. That ball is unfortunately out of bounds, and so Dowling with a quick throw-in. The ball is still bouncing through midfield. A turnover. Urbandale now in possession, and a good play by the Urbandale midfielder to switch the field, find that right back, and now look to take up some shape in Dowling's half. Yeah, neither, neither team so far has uh, maintained possession really well, connect four, five, six passes. We'll see if uh, they can sell into the game, but we're still early here, and, and the ball's flying all over the field, players going into tackles. So you can tell it's a conference game. You can tell the guys are a little nervous, so we'll see how they settle in. Indeed. And so with this new formation from Dowling, again, this uh, 4-4-2, but all four midfielders are playing more central. It's uh, a 4-1-2-1-2. Uh, which means that those uh, two players are mostly interior midfielders versus wide midfielders. It'll be interesting to see how Dowling uses the width. And are they leveraging their outside backs to get into the attack? Are they stretching their midfielders into wide positions? Are they having their forwards drop out wide? Uh, so far, they, uh, the center midfielders are staying pretty central. 
and uh, we'll see how they adjust and use this width. But uh, right now we've got a free kick to Dowling in their defensive half, and they look to build shape. Yeah, three three fouls so far there for uh, for the for the Jayhawks. We already have two fouls for the left back. I would say that if we can get the ball wide on the right, uh, Dowling can take advantage of that. Maybe get a booking early in the game, um, and and force them to bring in a substitute left back in a, in a position that you don't really want to bring a substitute in this early in the game. Right. It's always uh, it can be a bit of a struggle to team build and and figure out who's going to play left back for you. It's uh, obviously right footed players dominate, especially at the high school level. And uh, if you have to go too deep at the left-back position, you do wonder what the Jayhawks have for depth. So good observation, Charlie. The ball is now played out to the left-back for Urbandale. And can he get to the end of it? He does. Shows good athleticism there and is able to win a throw-in. So now Urbandale throw-in right in front of their bench in the attacking half. And he's got an open forward checking two. Urbandale establishing possession in the Dowling third. And the ball is uh, intercepted. Again, there's uh, we talked about. Nathan Liu playing that holding midfield role for Dowling in this 4-4-2 right in front of the center backs and uh, served a nice plug as Irmdale looked to uh, bring possession right up the middle of the field. Now the ball is bouncing around half field and back in possession to Urbandale. And now Urbandale looks to play it all the way back to its keeper and set things back up again. Yeah, you can tell early on in the game as well, uh, Dowling in possession, you got Joe Reed right now checking to the ball. He really doesn't have the space to run it behind, but you can tell that uh, he and Carson Boyle have a good relationship because as soon as he's checking into the ball, Carson's running into his face. I think it's something that, you know, the Dowling coaches have instilled in them and maybe a strategy going forward. But Carson looks to be honestly free running right down the middle of the field. So let's see if they can find that pass. Indeed. You know, the, the pairing of Carson Boyle and Joe Reed up top is extremely an athletic one. And uh, those two have great chemistry on and off the pitch. Uh, friends on the field, uh, friends in the classroom, friends uh, in their personal lives as well. So exciting to see what these two can do together. It's not a forward pairing that we've seen much this season. Again, Carson Boyle was injured with a leg injury for the first 10 or so games, and so he's just getting back into his senior year. And again, his junior year canceled due to the uh, COVID-19 global pandemic. And so now we've got these two very strong, very physical forwards uh, combining up top. And so we'll see how they play together. Dowling is in possession, knocking the ball around the back line, back to its goalie, and Urbandale clears his lines. Yeah, keeper there, uh, uh, a little a little shaky in possession. You don't always want your keeper taking two, three, four, five touches with a, a Urbandale attacker coming at him, but he plays out the back nicely, ultimately goes out for an Urbandale throw. Yes, we've got an Urbandale throw in on the right-hand side of the pitch. Uh, ball's played in the box. Again, Nathan Liu there to not let anything uh, easy through the middle. So Urbandale has a repeat throw-in situation deep in the right side of uh, Dowling's half, looking to get possession. Urbandale asking for a foul and given one, and the referee stops the clock for an early word with uh, Danny Greenmeyer, our left back for Dowling. And so uh, definitely the referee there saw something that merited a uh, bit of a conversation. Looked like a, a simple hand from here, but uh, referee has some words. So now corner of the 18, Urbandale Jayhawks for the free kick. There are about eight minutes into the first half of this game at Dowling Soccer. We've got a left footer on this for an in-swinger. Ball's played in the box, right at the near post. And a great ball for Moondale, but it's not done yet. The ball's bouncing, and here comes Diego Leon to clean it all up. But a really strong ball with the left foot there, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. Both left backs uh, feeling a little feisty in this game, committing fouls. Uh, Tanner, I think I did see a foul there, but you are a center back that's never committed a foul in his life. So... 
uh, probably going to disagree with me on that one. Uh, as the player was posted up, it looked like he put, put the arms around the shoulders and grabbed him. Referee had a little warning. Now we have Dowling in the attack. And a great one, too. And we're into the box on the Dowling sideline. And the ball's played across the six-yard line. It's cleared up at the center back, but not too far. Ball's still in the box. Laid off to Henry Abarca, who's in the 18 with a shot and a goal! Abarca, eight and a half minutes into the first half, breaks the deadlock. It is 1-0 Dowling Catholic Maroons. They take the lead, and that was a great one-two combination in the middle of the park. A ball played into the right side. Uh, ball bounces around the box. Joe Reed lays off for a Barca and a sweet finish from the freshman to go up 1-0 Dowling. Yeah, Barca took that very well. He got the ball laid off to him, took a touch out in front of him, a little bit of inside of the right foot action, finding the left corner, beating the Jayhawk keeper with a 1-0 lead about actually now eight and a half into the game. Yeah, that was a really pretty combination play. There was a bit of a 1-2 there, uh, about the top of the 18, top of the D there, inside the Jayhawks half, and I believe it was Ben Jurgens, center midfielder, who was able to uh, uh, lift the ball over the back line. Again, they attacked the left back for Urbandale, got the ball in behind him. Quinn Stewart, our right midfielder tonight, was able to get on the end of it, beat a guy down the sideline, get a cross in. Ball was kicked around the box a bit. Jerry lays it off to Abarca for a nice finish. So it is a uh, beautiful start for Dallin. Absolutely. At eight and a half in, you get the 1-0 uh, lead here at home. Uh, we'll see. Teams always say that the next 60 seconds is vitally important. Uh, we'll see if Dowling can retain possession and get back into the game and continue to add, add a few more and get some goals here in the first half while keeping the clean sheet. Indeed. And, you know, uh, up 1-0 this early in a big game, obviously a lot of confidence to the, to the players. You know, Jackson Teeling has said before that, you know, Dowling's not going to be a team that blows out an opponent. Uh, but they're going to be in every game. And so when you get a lead like this this early, you've got to wonder, might this be a breakout opportunity for Dowling? Certainly the uh, confidence is there after the one-goal lead, and uh, the the motivation is there given the sub-state rankings and the interconference play that we're seeing tonight. So we'll see what uh, how each team reacts. And right now Dowling's reacting with a bit of possession through midfield out to Quinn Stewart on the right-hand side who picks his head up and looks for Joe Reed at the sideline. Joe Reed looks to maintain possession. The ball is kicked out off of off of Joe Reed. So Irmdale to throw in right in front of the Dowling bench. Yeah, and as you said, this looks to be obviously a 1-0 lead right now. But as far as player personnel is concerned, it looks like a pretty even matchup from where I sit. Both teams have dangerous players in the attack. Both teams like to attempt to retain possession through the middle. So on uh, taking my first look here in the first nine, ten minutes of the game, it looks to be a pretty even match. So I, I, I don't think I don't see it going. Uh, as a, a high score or a blowout going either way. Indeed. You know, reminder, Urbandale had the two best chances first, Correct. right? So 30 seconds into the game, Urbandale string six passes together, hit a cross into the back post and forced a big save by Diego Leone for a corner kick. And then a few minutes later, got a free kick and played a, uh, a nice ball into the back post that uh, certainly tested the, uh, the Dowling center backs. And so should be a lively one. You know, we've seen Dowling... Uh, struggle to hang on to leads so far this season. You can think back to Valley on this field not, not too long ago, where I uh, got a 1-0 lead right away and ended up losing 4-1. to uh, Think back to the Lincoln game where they were up 2-0 in the second half, and Lincoln comes back and scores two goals and forces overtime. So um, you wonder what's going on in that in the mentality of the uh, Dallin Catholic team as uh, they look to hold on against a tough opponent and try to get that victory. 
Yeah, and right now one thing to one thing to look for Tanner is that Urbandale is playing a uh, extremely high line. I don't know if the pace of those center backs can keep up with Joe Reed if they're able to uh, get get a long ball over the top. One thing from Urbandale as well is their keeper is sitting about 40 yards from goal and acting almost as a as a sweeper. So it would have to be a good ball over the top, but I think that is something that you know the the Maroons will look to exploit some somewhere here in the first half. Indeed, and. I've yet to see a center back at the high school level that can keep up with Joe Reed in a foot race. Um, And here, Joe Reed looks to, and that is a yellow, and that's a a good call, Charlie. Uh, Even a center back can agree with that one. Uh, So number four, uh, Dennis Sahich, the sophomore center back for the Jayhawks. A big body back there. That's a big sophomore. Uh, Certainly he'll grow into that and uh, be a a fixture in the Jayhawk defense for a couple more seasons. Uh, But now a yellow card from the center back and a free kick to Dowling. Joe Reed uh, was able to go at the uh, Urbandale back line and was taken down in a dangerous position. So we got a free kick to Dowling. Ball's put in by Juergens right at the goalie who comfortably grabs it inside his six-yard box. Uh, Now they're going to break down the left-hand side of the pitch. And Urbandale looks to get out and counter against uh, the Dowling team that brought its center backs forward for the free kick. Ball is played too heavy into the Dowling half for a throw in Maroons. Good to see Joe, Joe Reed pop up right after that foul. It was a hard foul. He was running about full pace, took a touch around the center back there. Uh, it looks like a situation, too, where a lot of players would come up with, with a dead leg of sorts, like a, a kneecap to the, to the thigh. But Joe Reed appears to be okay, moving well. Uh, and the Urbandale player taking a seat on the bench for 10 minutes. Is that is that still the high school rule these days? It's a 10-minute pause for All the right. yellow card. Never liked that rule for me personally. It's a tough one. It's a <laughs> tough one. Uh, you know, when playing, I absolutely couldn't stand it. Uh, you know, I thought uh, kind of that's what red cards were for. Yep. Is you have to leave the pitch. A yellow card is just a firm warning and, and you know, let the kids play through that. But, uh, you know, you don't want to see a red card at any level, but particularly the high school level and then the suspension in the next game. And so uh, I believe the spirit of the law is to, you know, prevent against um, any sort of uh, emotional response to a card, let the kid cool down a little bit and uh, avoid those nasty red cards because then you miss one game out of a short season. It's, it's tough. So yeah. uh, we've got a throw into Urbandale now in the Dowling half on the right-hand side. And it looks like the next stoppage of play, we'll see the first Dowling sub. But uh, the refs are going to allow Urbandale to take this throw in. And Urbandale looks to uh, play this deep into the Dowling half. So here comes the ball into play. And uh, Barco with a clearance. And so now Joe Reed looks to settle it and begin a bit of a counterattack. Joe Reed obviously taking somebody on, ball bouncing. He gets there before his opponent and looks to pick his head up and find Boyle. But the ball is intercepted by the replacement center back for the Jayhawks. So, again, the uh, Urbandale center back is out with a yellow card for a 10-minute pause, and we'll see how they respond. Yeah, I'm sure uh, over on the sideline, coach, coach, head coach uh, Jackson Teeling and assistant coach Garrett Kroll are encouraging uh, uh, their team to uh, take advantage of you know, a replacement center back coming in. Uh, there's a reason that that uh, sophomore for Urbandale was starting, and with him on the bench, let's see if they can get in behind and take advantage in these next probably uh, seven, eight minutes. Indeed, and I just want to highlight the play that we saw from Henry Abarca a few seconds ago. Uh, good ball into the box there by Quinn Stewart, but unable to connect with uh, Jurgens. But, you know, Abarca takes one of these uh, frequent bouncing balls uh, pretty high in the middle of the pitch, collects it nicely, dribbles into space, and then puts his foot on top of the ball, able to read the defense, and then eventually found Joe Reed's feet on top of the 18. So a really nice play. Henry Abarca is an impressive player, shows great poise at the ball. 
Uh, but now we've got a little bit issue to deal with in the uh, defensive third as Urbandale uh, was able to connect a nice through pass over the top. And Danny Griemer, Griesmeyer, the left back for Dallin, was tested. Ultimately got into a tackle, and the ball squirted into the hands of Diego Leone. But uh, a bit of a quick burst of a counter for the Urbandale Jayhawks, keeping the Maroons honest, and Leone plays it out, and it's headed out for a throw-in. Yeah, I'm absolutely impressed with the Ibarca. Uh, wouldn't have wouldn't have thought that he was a freshman coming into this with his with his poise on the ball, uh, his first touch. You, he's clean. You can tell that he's been around the game since a kid. He understands it. He knows where to play. He knows when to go forward and when to go back. Um, a great goal as well. Uh, finished uh, super well. Two touch inside of his right foot. I'm sure that the Maroons will look to get him onto the ball and control the game. Indeed. Uh, you know, this one of the things this lineup benefits again. Uh, Coach Jackson Teeling switches to a 4-4-2. You know, this gets uh, Henry Abarca into kind of that natural 10, that natural attacking midfield position, uh, just playing just beneath the two strikers. And that allows him to really use his vision, use his patience, and to create offense for the Dallas Catholic Maroons. So uh, we've got an early substitution for Coach Teeling. Looks like we have brought on number 11, J.D. Harmon, a senior. Uh, a frequent starter for the Maroons. He's played every game this season. And off is Quinn Stewart, another senior. And so we've got a little formation change on top of that. J.D., his traditional forward target position, goes in up top. Joe Reed and the speed, the speed that he brings will play a bit of this right center midfield role and look to attack that left back who's already on a couple fouls. So uh, we'll see how this adjustment treats him. And remember, Urbandale's center back still on the bench with the yellow card. So now we've got a free kick for Maroons, 30 yards out, right-hand side of the goal, a three-man wall for Urbandale. Referee scooting back the wall, asking for his 10. Ben Jurgens, the senior, on top of the free kick, as is Joe Reed. Joe Reed runs over the ball and gets it down the right-hand side, into the box, and a great cross. And a dangerous ball across from Joe Reed. Danny Griesmer, or sorry, Eric Griesmer on the left-hand side of the pitch gets on the end of it eventually and does win a corner. Uh, but a little something from the training ground there, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect ball from Joe Reed. Instead of serving it, which they haven't had quite enough luck with the first two or three free kicks, uh, he runs wide. They slot him in. He plays a dangerous ball to the back post. Honestly, if you're Joe Reed, you're hoping that someone's there. Indeed. And so now we've got a uh, corner kick for the Maroons. And a header on goal and a huge save by the Urbandale keeper. But a great ball and a big header that appears to be Carson Boyle with about a 15-yard header forcing a diving two-handed save from the Urbandale goalie. Great save by the Urbandale keeper. Great whipped in ball. Met it very well with the center of the forehead. Put it on frame and the keeper came out with a good save. That's Nathaniel Hersum in goal for the Jayhawks with a Big save. That was nearly 2-0. Carson Boyle was about to turn around and start celebrating a 2-0 victory, and Hersom said, not so fast. <laughs> Urbandale is uh, Joe Reed dribbling through the box. He's one-on-one with the keeper. Keeper comes up with a huge save there. Again, quick off of his line. You said earlier, uh, Hersom for Urbandale and goal playing a bit of a sweeper-keeper role. Uh, needed to be off of his line that time. Joe Reed always eager to take people on, always eager to beat a guy or two, was able to get through a few of uh, the Jayhawks defenders and now win a deep throw in. Carson Boyle going to send this in almost like a corner kick. Goes into the near post. Big J.D. Harmon with a flick, but uh, just shy of the near post, so a goal kick to the Jayhawks. We've got two subs for Urbandale. The center back, number four, Dennis Sayhitz, on a yellow card, re-enters the game. And his replacement, uh, Cooper Sebastian, also a sophomore defender, comes back to the bench. 
And uh, Carlos Orellana, an uh, 11th grader for Urbandale, sees the bench. And so we've got a couple subs on that side of the pitch. And we've got a sub now for Dowling as well. So Enrico Sartori Fernandez, uh, a freshman forward, comes on for Ben Jurgen's uh, free kick specialist. And so now we've seen both attackers uh, actually change. Well, I will say um, the two initial starting strikers have been relocated to center midfield. And two center midfielders have been taken off, and Coach Sheeling brings on two uh, people off the bench to now play strikers. So sticking to the four-four-two, but rotating bodies through the lineup. Yeah, we'll see how the subs affect the game. You know, subs can come into the game and they can uh, take a while to adjust to the pace. Sometimes you can take advantage of that, or other times they come in, they bring a spark, and they can be very dangerous with fresh legs. And the ball rolls through. We are 20 minutes. We are halfway through the first half. And we would like to thank our underwriters at Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, we will recognize Kemen Industries as a global food partner that serves half of the world's population every single day. So thank you to Kemen for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. It is 1-0 Maroons as we are halfway through the first half on a beautiful night for soccer here at Dowling Catholic High School. Dowling in possession, and we're seeing now freshman Ian Gridell get his first touches. Ian Gridell came on for Nathan Lewitt at last exchange. And uh, Gridel is a, uh, a poised player for a freshman. He's uh, uh, smaller in size, being a 14-year-old out there, but he's one that reads the game well, one that has good patience, and uh, can certainly connect and add to the possession style that Coach Sheeling's trying to play, especially with a 1-0 lead at home. Yeah, um, one, thing, one thing that you have to love about the sport of soccer is that these kids, uh, it, it truly doesn't matter your size. If you get these younger kids out here who are talented and good on the ball, they can run around, play two touch, not worry about having to go into tackles. And uh, it, there's a reason that they're out here playing for the Maroons right now. Indeed. A lot of freshmen on the, uh, the roster this season for Coach Sheeling. Uh, a lot of freshmen, a lot of seniors. So a bit of the uh, old guard and the new guard, you know, seniors with uh, three games left in their season. This is the penultimate home game for the senior class as they look to defeat the rival conference, Urbandale Jayhawks, and uh, lock in that number two seed likely for their sub-state group and get that postseason by. So a lot on the line here tonight. It's 1-0 Dowling, 18 to play in the first half. And that goal kick is headed short, but ultimately the recipients for the Jayhawks was offsides. So now Dowling with a free kick uh, deep in their own half. Parker Stork, the senior, been playing his soccer at Wisconsin Platteville next season, who uh, does well to find uh, his uh, classmate Joe Reed up and uh, lays it down to Gridell. Again, Gridell and off the bench as a freshman. Joe Reed is uh, through, beats one man, unable to beat the third, and uh, the Dowling, or sorry, the Urbandale defender clears it out for a throw in, so throw in Maroons. Joe Reed, uh, you can tell when he gives him the ball, he's, uh, he's kind of feeling himself, Tanner. I think that uh, he's, he's eager to continue to get on the ball. I, I could see him scoring before this game's over. Indeed, and that is Dowling's leading goal scorer on the season uh, with 10 goals. And so 10 goals, 2 assists, the only goal scorer in double digit for the Maroons. And actually the next highest scorer is uh, freshman Abarca, who had 4 going in tonight. And so now adds 1 and has 5 goals on the season. So clearly a lot of the offense going through Joe Reed. Uh, but now it's er- Dowling playing defense. As everybody looks to play a through ball in, Parker Stork reads it well and is able to clear it. Uh, right back, Fabian Leone unable to keep it on. So we've got a throw in for Urbandale deep in the Dowling half. Urbandale looking to maintain possession inside the Dowling third for the first time in a few minutes. Unable to do so at this juncture. Cleared out to the midfield line. 
The left back for Urbandale finds a forward speed. Now Urbandale in possession, having to go backwards to maintain possession. The left back for Urbandale with a nice switching pass finds the center midfielder, finds the forward speed. The ball bounces off Griezmann's hands. And so an unfortunate bounce there uh, caught Danny Griezmann off guard a little bit. So now Urbandale with some good possession in the attacking half is able to win a free kick. We are 25 yards out, even with one of the posts, right-hand side, Dowling putting four in the wall. Charlie, what do you like to do from this position? Well, I like to shoot from everywhere, Tanner. So um, 25 yards out here, centered. I think I, I think uh, the Jayhawks are going to look to put one on frame here. Indeed. And they play it short. Oh. And a shot would count for three if this was American football. But uh, in the uh, spirit of football or soccer here in the States, that is uh, just a goal kick. He sent the ball boy running there, Tanner. He did. Well, it's good to keep those uh, youngins on their toes. I uh, want them to... Uh, Break a sweat here tonight as well. We've got a, a decent crowd out on a lovely night for soccer in a CIML conference matchup. Goal kick comes out. J.D. Harmon wins a flick on. Sartori Fernandez unable to keep it on the pitch. And so now Irmdale wins a throw-in right in front of the Dallian bench, looking to maintain possession, unable to do so, and a free kick given to the Jayhawks. A bailout of a call. Uh, if that is not given, Dallian's got a three-on-two going at goal. So, uh, some of the fans in attendance did not like that, in part because of the call and in part because of what could have been. So now we've got an Urbandale Jayhawks free kick. Say Hitch with the yellow card, hits it forward for the Jayhawks. It is headed away. Griezmann left back, looking to clear the 18. Ball settles to an Urbandale player. Urbandale in attack, unable to get through Carson Boyle, who left his, mid- or his forward role to announce to play in the midfield. And Abarca with about 10 consecutive touches, dribbling you know, into, out of space. Able to find Parker Stork, who now plays it forward to J.D. Harmon. J.D. uses his body quite nicely to hold up possession as the target. And we've got a stoppage in play as uh, the Irvindale defender caught the uh, wrong side of J.D. Harmon's big frame. Is asking for a little bit of uh, attention here. And we will um, always thank our underwriters for their support. And so tonight we want to thank Iowa Catholic Radio. And uh, if you are interested in hearing more on the radio, please ask Alexa to tune in to play Iowa Catholic Radio, or we also turn these games into podcasts, uh, as well as you can find us on FM and AM frequencies. So um, thank you for your support, and we will get back to the action here. And a goal scorer, Henry Abarca, comes to the bench. We are 14 minutes to play in the first half. It is a throw-in for the Maroons. Yeah, with the Barker coming off, it'll be interesting to see who slots into that number 10 role. Uh, he was doing a great job of getting onto the ball and, and finding the feet of the forward. So we'll see who takes his place and really serves as that true number 10. Um, right there before we had, it, it looked unintentional to me, Tanner, but yeah, the left back for Urbandale took uh, maybe a, a casual, maybe a backhand or, or a little bit of an elbow, completely unintentional to the face, no foul on the play. Um, but we look to settle into the game here with 15 minutes left in the half. Still a 1-0 lead for the Maroons. Um, one thing that we'd like to see is the Maroons continue to get the ball, force over the top, and see if we can get Joe Reed in behind. Indeed. And uh, Joe Reed has had some success getting in behind, and the Irmdale uh, keeper has been up for the challenge, at least on those occasions. But this 1-0 Dowling. And now Dowling looks to uh, clear, the, uh, clear the half. It is intercepted right at midfield by the Jayhawks, who look to uh, test Griezmann once more. Griezmann unable to keep possession, and uh, his center back, Patty Sullivan, can 
only clear the ball as far as a throw-in. So now we've got a throw-in to the Jayhawks deep in the down half. And we are uh, seeing a sub for the Jayhawks. Carlos Orena is back in. So uh, the uh, uh, the junior midfielder uh, took about a 10-minute break and is now back in the action, presumably to close out the first half. And we've got uh, 13 minutes to play and another corner kick for Urbandale. So we've got a, a right-hand side corner, left-footed player on the ball. So this will be an in-swinger. Ball goes into the box right at the six-yard line and great ball. A great ball. Dangerous. Uh, unfortunately for the Jayhawks, they whiffed on the header, but they're right where you want it. Yeah, miss, uh, great ball into the box, about six yards out. Keeper, kind of in no man's land. Doesn't know whether or not he should come out and punch or just watch and hope his defender is clear. It honestly misses everyone, the heads of both teams, and goes out for a, a throw-in on the far side. Yeah, and everybody else still is looking to press. Uh, ball played in from the right back, but bounces to the keeper, so no real threat there, but uh, off that corner kick, we're able to maintain possession and uh, get a couple looks at goal. But still to this juncture, we've got Diego Leon pitching a shutout and uh, clears it out. This is Trey Fernandez in the middle of the park for Dowling. Puts his foot on top of the ball and finds Patty Sullivan, who looks for the route one over the top. It is under hit. And now Urbandale looking to maintain possession uh, deep in Dowling's half. Tanner, one thing for me, uh, we've we've now watched probably three, four Urbandale corner kicks, and uh, the center back, Dennis Sahich for Urbandale, who, yes, is on a yellow, is the tallest, as a sophomore, the tallest kid on the field and is not coming forward for the corner kicks. Do you think there's a reason behind that? Well, it's always a question of how hard do you press. And, you know, this early in the game, down one goal on the road against a good Dowling team, you know, if you bring your center backs forward too early, given the speed and athleticism of the Dowling Catholic strikers, you always risk running into a foot race with Joe Reed. And if you have a less experienced, less skilled defender back there, it's pretty quick. You can go down 2-0, and that's a tough hole to get yourself into this early in the game. So what I'll look for is, as this game goes on, if it maintains a 1-0 advantage, Dave, as we're talking... A good combination play from Story Fernandez and J.D. Harmon. The two strikers off the bench closing out the first half with a 1-2. J.D. gets by his man. And again, that Urbandale keeper off of his line with a big save to prevent a breakaway goal for J.D. J.D. tries to take a touch around him to the keeper's right, to J.D.'s left. And the keeper was, was big and, and challenged in the 50-50 challenge and ultimately ended up on the right side of that one. So in a couple of exciting... Uh, situations here between the Irvingdale goalkeeper and some attackers for Dowling. Uh, the Irvingdale goalkeeper, Nathaniel Hersom, has had to come off his line and make some big interventions. So we'll see if he continues to win all those battles. Uh, that's a battle that you really can't afford to lose as a keeper. you got to be sure if you come out like that because if you get uh, beat, uh, it's a wide-open goal. So uh, we'll see how that continues into the second half. But right now we've got Joe Reed on top of the ball. Again, Joe Reed and Carson Boyle have both started the game at forwards and have moved back into midfield. And uh, now they find each other's feet. Carson with the ball on the right-hand side, uh, dispossessed by Urbandale. And now Urbandale in possession, looking to uh, bring the ball into Dowling's half. Ball bounces around, and Story Fernandez on top of it, plays it over the top. Urbandale goalkeeper off of his line comfortably to reset the attack for the Jayhawks. Yeah, he, he had the right idea there. I don't think his, uh, I think his runners were 
uh, honestly, a, a little tired after a few previous runs and uh, right ball, but I don't think they felt like running him behind at that moment. Indeed. Uh, different wavelength there, and maybe Coach Teeling saw what you saw, Charlie, as we've got a sub ready for the Maroons. We'll see how that plays out. But right now we've got an attack for the Jayhawks as they look to get the ball into the final third of Dowling, and Griezmann with a good stop there to uh, clear the play. And it's a throw-in for Urbandale, so we will not get a chance to sub. Uh, the Dowling sub remains on the sideline. Urbandale with possession in the attacking third. Ball played into the 18. Parker Stork, the center back for Dowling, uh, intercepts nicely and clears. J.D. Harmon unable to keep possession at the top of the uh, top of the circle. Ball back into the Dowling half. Fabian Leone, the right back, with a really nice tackle. Wins possession. Finds Carson Boyle's feet. Carson Boyle holds play up. Can he switch it? He can. He finds Jurgens' feet. Ball's down and rotates out to the left-hand side to Joe Reed, playing that left-center midfielder role. Joe Reed beats the first guy, but uh, loses to the second guy. Urbandale back in possession. Griezmann knocks it out for an Urbandale throw. Yeah, still don't have a chance to sub here. I think that one thing we haven't mentioned is the, uh, the number 10 there for Urbandale up top. He's been kind of playing a little bit of forward, a little bit of winger, but 13 goals on the season. Uh, Luca, uh, he's wearing the captain's armband. He seems to be dangerous and someone that the Maroons are you know, keying in on and making sure they know where he is at all times. That's Luca Sturbach, if I said that correctly, I hope. Uh, if not, sorry, Luca to your family. But uh, I left it at Luca for a reason. Yes, indeed. Uh, good player and leading goal scorer, captain, senior. So uh, he's definitely been a focal point for Parker Stork in the back line. Unable to have much going forward so far. Um, but right now we've got Dowling with a free kick deep in their own half. Another foul for uh, Urbanel center back, uh, uh, Dennis Sehich, so keep an eye on that. Indeed, indeed. And so, again, Sehich on a yellow card. So Parker Stork uh, playing a long ball back over the top, a good cross-field diagonal to uh, the speedy Joe Reed, who does nicely to trap the ball, looks to beat his guy down the line, does. Now looks to beat the second guy and does, but is overhitting his touch, and the goalie is there to clean it up. Now the goalie hitting a long ball, switching the field of play. And Urbandale able to keep possession at the half-field line. Carlos Arrhenia in plenty of space for the Jayhawks. Does it nicely to find the right back and switch the field for Urbandale. Joe Reed quickly to recover. Urbandale still in possession. Again looking to switch the field. Arrhenia in the middle. Beats one man. Now finds the left back. Urbandale with two nice side-to-side pitches through mid- side-to-side switches great through ball. midfield. And a great ball to great the weak ball. side. And it is a goal for the Jayhawks. We've got a goal, number seven, Hayden Marks, the junior forward, after a really nice cross-field ball from number 19, Cody Tiffin, another junior for the Jayhawks. So it is now one-to-one with seven minutes to play in the first half, Urbandale Dowling. You hate to give up a goal that close to half. Uh, all the credit there that goes to the Jayhawks, though. I think they connected 10 to 12 passes there, switching it from side to side. They went to the right, they came back to the left. Ultimately, a great ball, far post, touch off the chest, down to the foot, slotted to the keeper, to his right, found side netting to tie it up at 1-1. Indeed. I, Charlie, I would agree with you. Uh, a good team goal. Uh, you know, Carlos Arrhenia, center midfielder for Urbandale, started the game, got about a 10-minute break, and twice in that buildup, he switched the point of attack and was able to get the ball from the right-hand side to the left-hand side and vice versa. Uh, that allowed Urbandale to continue to move people and march them down the pitch and ultimately spread this defense out. So you had the Urbandale left midfielder with time to pick his head up and find a good cross to the back post. And from there, 
Number seven, Hayden Marks knew what he was doing, and it's 1-1. Yeah, you can tell that even even after that that sequence of passes, Carlos is uh, Carlos Orena for for the Urbandale Jayhawks. He's looking to get on the ball. He's looking. He's found that spot in the center of the field where he can kind of dictate the tempo of the game. Indeed, and now he's in possession again, and he's uh, looking for more with a pretty long ball over the top, testing Danny Uh-oh. Greensburg on a back pass that's under hit, oh, and it is no. two to one. It is two to one, Urbandale, in a two-minute sequence. We have gone from a Dowling victory, or sorry, a Dowling lead, to now an Urbandale lead. So just like that, Urbandale up two to one in less than two minutes, ninety seconds apart. Wow, what a flurry. Again, Carlos Arena creating chances for the Jayhawks. This time, a little more direct. Played the ball into space behind left back Danny Griezmer's head. Griezmer looks to play the ball back to his goalie. Under hits the back pass. And from there, it's a one-on-nothing breakaway. And the forward list level is not going to miss that. I believe that's, again, Hayden Marks with his second goal. So number seven, the junior for Urbandale, was two goals in 90 seconds, both coming just behind Danny Griezmer. So now we've got a completely different ball game. To your point, this close to half, we're five minutes away from the whistle. Dowling was in cruise control. A back-and-forth game, but comfortable 1-0 victory, or sorry, lead. And now you've got Urbandale with a 2-1 advantage. Yeah, Orania coming back into the game, that number eight sitting in there, uh, you know, being the maestro, stringing passes from side to side there. He decided to go direct, ultimately not dealt with uh, fantastically in the back, uh, put Marks in for his second goal in 90 seconds. And, and looking at the stat sheet here, that would be Marks' 12th goal of the season, actually. So obviously another player that's been huge for the Jayhawks, and he has them up 2-1 to one with four minutes to go in the half. Indeed, and we will thank Ashworth Vision Clinic Ashworth Vision Clinic is committed to providing a complete eye exam to make sure that your family is seen and feeling their best. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines, or you can find them at ashworthvision.com. Thanks for your support. It is 2-1 Urbandale at Dallin Catholic High School Stadium. CIML matchup, beautiful night, four minutes to play in the first half. Dallin in possession through midfield, finding themselves a bit shocked. Oh, a 1-0 lead completely reversed within 90 seconds and now Dowling playing from behind. So a really interesting last four minutes. I'm curious to see how aggressive Dowling pursues parity or are they going to look to get to the locker room at halftime and rebuild. So they have a set piece here right at the half line. We'll see what Parker Short can do with it. High ball into the box. Simple for the goalie to come out and collect that. And now Urbandale looks to uh, play a long ball forward and keep the Dowling defense under pressure as Carlos Arena again with possession. What plays a, a very nice through ball down the left-hand side of the pitch. Dealt this time, well. Fabian Leon deals, deals with it well, makes no mistake about it, and clears it out for a throw-in. But once again, we can just see what the re-entry of Arena, number eight, the center midfielder for Urbandale, has meant to this offense. Yeah, Tanner, if I'm the Maroons, I am looking to get to halftime. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to go in with a... a a one-two uh, disadvantage, but right now all the momentum is with the Jayhawks. Hopefully they can get to the half uh, down two to one. Coach Teeling and Coach Crawl can have a good halftime talk and they can regroup and figure out what, 
went wrong those last seven minutes of the half. Indeed, we've got a throw in now for Urbandale in the Italian half, in the Dallian half, and the ball is cleared out. You know, Charlie, what's your take on uh, a man marking response? You know, clearly Orania has created some really dangerous chances for Urbandale. Dallian's got four midfielders and some good athletes there. Uh, I've seen coaches do this where they just say, you know what, we're gonna going to stick a guy on your best player. Your opinion of uh, that type of strategy in this situation? Yeah, I've I've, I've seen it a, a lot. I've seen it work, and I've and I've seen it ultimately fail miserably. I think that um, if you get a, a pure athlete who can run with Orania and you know give him a shoulder from he, every now and again, let him know you're there. I think maybe it could be a good call in the second half to put someone on him and not let him get on the ball because everything that's been dangerous from the Jayhawks has gone through Orania. Indeed, and you know we saw. It wasn't a man-marking situation, but what you talked about having a good athlete, a physical player in the middle of the field, we saw Coach Teeling deploy that strategy against Waukee. He played a 4-5-1 and played Carson Boyle, uh, probably the team's best, strongest, purest athlete on the pitch, uh, typically a forward or a wide player, play right in the middle of the, de- right in the, middle of the midfield and looking just to plug things up and uh, make sure that nothing was coming down the middle. And so it'd be interesting to see if uh, how coach responds to the success of Arania in the second half. Who's on the ball again for the Jayhawks and switches the field from right to left. Uh, this time, some confusion on the left-hand side for the Jayhawks. That ball rolls out of play. There is a minute left in the half. It is two to one, Urbandale. Boys varsity soccer, Dowling Catholic High School, with a throw in down the right-hand side. Quinn Stewart looks to connect onto it. Cleared out by Say Hitch, the big back for Urbandale. Now we've got a throw in about 18 yards from the end line. J.D. Harmon looking to make a big throw into the box. Again, headed out by Sehich. Only as far as Fabian Leone, the right back down the right sideline. Too big of a touch. 30 seconds in counting. Urbandale with a throw in deep in their own half. They'll be in no hurry to take this. This left back for Urbandale has really settled down. He was uh, a bit jumpy at first. Had a couple fouls. Got beat on the goal. Um, but uh, not a lot we've heard from him lately. Now this ball bouncing right in front of the Dowling bench, 15 seconds and counting, through the middle of the park, still bouncing, cleared forward. This looks to uh, maybe just bounce out for a half. He talked about Dowling just looking to get to the half line, four seconds and counting. Jurgens plays it into the box. And there's your buzzer. It is 2-1 to one, Urbandale and a very exciting first half. You are listening to Dallin Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Not exactly. Okay. I mean, welcome back to Dowling Catholic Boys Soccer. We've got a beautiful night for varsity soccer at Dowling Catholic High School here in West Des Moines. Dallin Catholic Maroons are hosting the Urbandale Jayhawks in a big CIML matchup. We've got a conference game and sub-state seeding implications at stake tonight. All that said, it's halftime. It's 2-1, to one, and it's the Jayhawks with the advantage. So Urbandale coming into Dallin's campus and going down 1-0 early, but then two goals in 90 seconds by junior Hayden Marks reverses the advantage. So now at halftime here, it's two to one Urbandale. Charlie, your assessment of the first half? Yeah, it's a, a wild first half, a three goal thriller first half. I think uh, we we witnessed Dowling come out strong, get that early goal, and then we witnessed the Jayhawks close out the half very strong. Two goals in ninety seconds to put them up two to one at the half. Indeed, and so now we've got to regroup, right? So Coach Celian and the staff. They're watching the game. They're preparing their remarks. And about seven minutes from time, the whole world changes. They go from taking the lead to being down a goal. What's going through Coach's head? What's he, sending, what's he saying to his team right now? Yeah, I'm sure Coach Teeling is, is honestly a little disappointed in the way that they finished the half. You know, from, from, from his vantage point, up 1-0, it's great to go into a halftime with not only a lead, but with a clean sheet going into half. So those two goals in 90 seconds, you know, seven seven minutes essentially away from halftime is killer. So the thing about it is you have to regroup, move on, and figure out, okay, what are we going to fix here for the second half? I think, as you mentioned, we could see Coach Teeling uh, implement maybe a little man marking with Orania, uh, who was controlling the game there the last, I would say, 15 minutes there for the Jayhawks. Um, and the other thing is, you know, let's, con- let's get Coach Teeling to, you know, hit home that they want to use the pace up top and be very dangerous in the attack here in the second half. Indeed, and I think that's a good observation, Charlie. 
Coach Killing starts the game for Dowling in a 4-4-2. The two strikers, you've got Joe Reed and Carson Boyle, the two most athletic, pure athletes on the pitch. Joe Reed runs a 200 in the 400 for the Dowling track team. No one's keeping up with him in the foot race. Chances are coming early. Chance gets converted. 1-0 Dowling. And then as Coach Schilling goes to his bench, he brings the two athletes into midfield. And Dowling, we didn't call Dowling's name much no. when it comes to offensive chances after some of the adjustments. So if you're Coach Teeling, how are you arranging the team going into half number two? Yeah, I think I'm keeping the speed up top. Um, one thing that you know we mentioned earlier in the, in the first half is we have the sophomore center back for the Urban Dell Jayhawks, uh, Dennis Sahich, on a yellow. Not only a yellow, but he's committed one or two fouls after the yellow. I think Joe Reed was the player that forced him into the yellow in the first place. If I'm Joe Reed, I'm getting on the ball, and I'm going at Sahich, trying to get him behind, using my pace, seeing if he'll foul me again. Maybe we get a man advantage and we get back into this game. Indeed, indeed. A lot to look for. Uh, very exciting. Second half underway, or sorry, coming your way. We've got um, a lot on the line. Obviously a conference game, substate ranking implications. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. To Dowling Catholic High School, where the Maroons are hosting the Urbandale Jayhawks in a CIML conference game. Two to one, Urbandale. My name is Tanner Krause. With me is Charlie Bales. We're happy to be calling the game tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. If you uh, want to tune in to Iowa Catholic Radio, you can always just say, hey, Alexa, play Iowa Catholic Radio. It's that simple. These games are also turned into podcasts and put up on the website, and you can find us on AM and FM frequencies. This is our second to last scheduled broadcast of the season. Uh, we've got another game coming up on Friday where Dowling hosts Johnston in senior night. Please tune in for that one on a Friday night. That's going to be a thriller. Johnston, one of the best teams in the state. Dowling holding on to a top 10 ranking. Uh, had a tough run the last couple of games, faced some tougher opponents. Uh, but two top 10 teams facing off on Friday night, so please tune back in. Uh, but right now we're tuning into a second half between Urbandale and Dowling. A lot to play for, a lot on the line. And uh, like we said, it's been a uh, real change of fortune for the Maroons, conceding two goals to junior Hayden Marks within about a 90-second period of time, both uh, Hayden on the right side attacking the left side of the Dowling defense. And so now with under two minutes to go in break, we are preparing for half number two. And uh, at this point in time, you, know, you talked about you know, getting your athletes forward, getting your speed up top, 
Um, what is it that you think the Dowling defense can do differently? Because obviously on pace to concede four goals, you're not going to get many victories conceding four goals, especially against a good opponent like Urbandale. So what do you want to see the Dowling defense change as they try to prepare and shore things up at the back line? Yeah, absolutely. If I'm, if I'm the Dowling defense where I'm looking at, you know, the three guys beside me and I'm saying, hey, first half is over, we conceded two goals, but, you know, that, that ends here, okay? We're getting through the second half with a shutout. We're going to trust our offense to do the rest, get us back to this game. The other thing I'm doing is I am 100% keying in on Hayden Marks, who got the two goals in 90 seconds there for, uh, for the Jayhawks. You know that he's living on cloud nine right now. He's, on a bra- uh, he's scored a brace on a hat trick. He's going to be keying on getting his third, and if I'm Dowling, I'm not letting him get anywhere near the goal to get a sniff on frame. Indeed, and you know this Urbandale team can score. So you talked about Hayden Marks putting two on tonight, getting the 12 on the season. His senior striker partner, Luca Sturbach, with 13 goals on the season, so a combined 25 goals through two players. Uh, the last game for Urbandale, a 6-2 victory over Mason City, uh, but they've also put up six against North, ten against Council Bluffs Jefferson, three against Lincoln, four against Hoother, three against Ottumwa. So everybody can score goals. They've got 40 goals on the season. Uh, Dowling, cumulatively for the season, uh, only has 32. So uh, we know this team's what this team's capable of. We've seen some of that capability in the back half of half number one. Now we've got the Dowling team in a huddle. Looks like we're going to go with the same starting 11 for the Dowling Maroons. So, again, that is Diego Leone in goal. Carson Boyle, number three up top. Patty Sullivan, another senior at the center back position. Nathan Liu, number eight, center back. You've got number 10, Ben Jurgens, a senior, playing in the midfield. Joe Reed, number 12, a junior. I think I called him a senior earlier in that game. He's got the athleticism of a senior, but he's a junior. Number 14, Quinn Stewart playing uh, right-sided center midfielder role, also a senior. Number 15, Parker Stork, also a senior. The captain, headed to Wisconsin-Platteville next season to continue his soccer career. Henry Abarca, number 16, freshman, attacking midfielder with a goal for Dowling in the first half. Fabian Leone, a freshman, playing right back. And Danny Griesmeyer, a junior, playing left back. That rounds out your 11. So it is the same 11 to start the second half that started the first half. And we also have uh, the same positioning. Cool. And an early chance for Carson Boyle, oh. who plays it just wide of the near post. But Dowling, with a great response, 10 seconds into the first, the second half, can uh, able to connect. Again, a long ball. Joe Reed flicks it on to Carson Boyle. Boyle beats a guy, and Boyle plays it just wide of the post at a tough angle. But a great early chance. So what, what, does, that, what does that mean for you? That looks to me like Dowling is coming out extremely fast. Uh, as we mentioned before the game, you know, those, that first minute is, is key to setting the tone. Uh, Dowling choosing to go direct right off the bat. You can tell there's that great partnership up top. We got a flick and then ultimately an effort 10 seconds into the second half. And a turnover from Griezmann leads to a chance for Urbandale. Number seven from Urbandale, unable to connect with his strike partner. But a risky turnover there for Dowling. Again, Griezmann... Uh, had the unfortunate back pass that led to goal number two for Urbandale. And so now a turnover there from Griezmann again. So we've got a uh, matchup that's going the Urbandale Jayhawks way when you talk about 
Hayden Marks with two goals uh, going at uh, the junior Danny Griezmann for Dowling. So, again, a matchup to look out for as this half continues. But uh, a couple quick chances, 90 seconds into the second half. And now Dowling clears it after a throw-in. And Joe Reed looks to go on the end of it. But that ball is too hard even for Joe Reed. So it'll go out for an Urbandale throw-in. So, you know, what I like to see here is that Dowling's back to its original 11. Uh, we've got the two athletes up top. However, Coach Teeling clearly doesn't trust the depth in his midfield as much as he trusts the depth up top. And so as he looks to rotate his team and keep his players fresh, he leverages those two athletes into the midfield. And what that does is ultimately weakens the attack for the Maroons. Down a goal, not the time to weaken the attack. So as this half wears on, really interesting to see how Jackson uses his bench and rotates his squad to balance the need for goals the talent off the bench, and keeping his players fresh. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see if he did the same as, as he did in the first with getting those uh, guys back in the midfield. Oh, we got a hard foul there. Uh, getting, getting the guys uh, back in the midfield, or if, you know, if they can last, and he does ultimately can trust one or two guys off the bench to hold it down the middle, um, can he keep those guys up top? The other thing is maybe those center mids can go four straight minutes. Indeed. Indeed. You know, you've got four of them in the middle. You know, Dowling's been playing a three- centimeter field formation so they should have less ground to cover than what they've been used to earlier in the season but again you know this is game i think 14 or 15 for the maroons those legs get tired even at this young stage of their lives we'll see if they can hold up everybody has a good physical team talented through the midfielder with carlos arania and the uh the uh, senior captain cody tiffin for the jayhawks so we'll see again here comes arania with a nice one two urbandale in possession tiffin looks to play the ball far to the left Urbandale in possession in the Dowling third, a little bit one-two, and a good tackle there by Quinn Stewart playing right center midfielder. This ball goes out for an Urbandale throw-in. So we have an Urbandale throw, left-hand side of the pitch, middle of the attacking half for Urbandale, played it back to the left back. Urbandale's left back wins possession, finds the midfielder's feet, midfielder turns, picks his head up, plays a switching ball, ball on the right-hand side for the Jayhawks, looking to attack the middle of the field. Well intercepted by Jurgens, plays it out to Griezmer. Griezmer finds Abarca's feet. Abarca lays back one touch nicely to Jurgens. Jurgens looks to play it over the top, headed away by Sayis, the big center back for Jayhawks. Urbandale in possession. Yeah, you can tell that both teams very hectic to begin the second half here. You know, neither wanted to concede a goal right off the bat. The next goal in this game is going to be huge. You know, do the Jayhawks go up three to one, or can Dowling bring it back to two to two? Uh, right now, the teams are settling in a little bit more. But, you know, ultimately, both teams are feeling out one another and figuring out, okay, who's going to, you know, attack and throw numbers forward and try to get that next goal. And here comes a cross forward. That ball played uh, into the 18. Something to deal with for the Dowling back line. Patty Sullivan ultimately wins the header but concedes the corner as he relieves the pressure momentarily for Dowling. So we've got a free, or sorry, a corner kick for Urbandale. Right-hand side of the goal. Left-handed kick. So we've got an in-swinger for the Jayhawks. This is Rockney Carver, a freshman, left footer, looking to hit an in-swinger. Ball goes in. Right at the top of the six, and well off his line is Diego Leone. Punches out for a clearance. Urbandale maintains possession. Back to the corner kick taker on the right-hand side. Left-footed player, able to find a pass to the middle. Urbandale's captain does a nice job of switching the field of attack. Urbandale's left back with the ball. Looking for the forward's feet. Parker Stork intercepts. Parker Stork finds Joe Reed's feet on a nice clearance. Joe Reed by himself on the sideline. 
into Urbandale's side of the field. Looks to find Carson Boyle, unable to connect. But again, it shows the the threat that is the the Dowling counter. When you've got Parker Stork able to find a speedster like Joe Reed, and then you've got a hungry Carson Boyle in the middle of the pitch, Dowling can create a chance pretty quickly. Yeah, Reed and Boyle together uh, on on the counter is extremely dangerous. Uh, Boyle, Boyle was in there if, if Reed found the correct ball. Um, unfortunately, he did not weight it correctly. Ultimately found the the hands of the Jayhawk keeper. But that's something to, that they'll continue to look for in the second half is to break very quickly and get that next goal. Indeed, and, and you know that's been one of the more successful attacking routes for the Dallin Catholic Maroons this season is the, uh, the infamous Route 1 where Parker Stork finds a long ball. Joe Reed uses his speed and gets behind, and that's how he's found a lot of his 10 goals through about 14 games in the season. So uh, not always the prettiest, doesn't always get you the fans in terms of uh, style of play, but style of play, last time I checked, doesn't get you points in the standings. It, uh, it doesn't have to be beautiful. At the end of the day, it's all about wins and losses. Uh, both these teams are, are, are fighting for seeding uh, for that sub-state. So, you know, do what works for you and what is ultimately going to help you uh, come out on top in this match. Indeed, indeed. And Dallas is certainly cap- capable of playing uh, good possession, build-up soccer. Uh, we saw some of that in their first goal. But you want really, you know, as, uh, as I think about it, it's important to have a balance. Yeah. And, you know, if you play too direct, uh, that becomes predictable, and the team can uh, sag off and ultimately take away that option. And if you play too slow and too possession-oriented, the team can step up into pressure and suffocate your midfielder space. And if you're oh. hearing the crowd cheering, it's because we've got a goal for Dowling. How about that? We were talking, and, of course, Joe Reed never tries to take somebody on off the dribble, gets the ball in the corner of the 18, goes down the right-hand sideline, and at a really tight angle, Hits it right where you want to hit it, low and hard to the far post. Beats the Urbandale keeper, and it is now two to two. Urbandale and Dowling are tied. Boys varsity soccer—an exciting first seven minutes. Joe Reed there getting down the right side. Not a great angle for a shot. Honestly, I thought he was squaring a pass at first, but we'll give him credit for the low hard shot to the far post. Finds the side netting, ties it up. Eight minutes here into the second half, two two. We're knotted up. Indeed, and that's what Joe Reed and Carson Boyle bring you up top, is the ability to beat a guy and create something out of very little. And so it's 2-2 now, a lot of time left, 32 to play. You talked about those next 60 seconds and the importance of the response. Urbandale slowing things down. They're playing center back to center back. They're finding their outside backs. They've now been under, under a bit of pressure. The ball bounces through midfield, and Joe Reed on top of it again. So now Dowling back in possession. Reed finds Stewart. Stewart finds Lou. Lou finds Boyle. Boyle on the right-hand side is Joe Reed. Joe Reed in behind. Joe Reed looks to cross this time and wins the ball back and oh. shoots it just shy of the near post. So, again, Joe Reed is smelling blood in the water and is attacking down the right-hand side. That's coincidentally the same side that we saw Hayden Marks score two goals on. Joe Reed doing his best Hayden Marks with one goal, looking for a second goal within 60 seconds. But a really exciting half and a good start for Dowling this uh, second half. Yeah, Joe Reed just put that one onto his left foot from about uh, 14 to 16 yards out. Actually made very nice contact 
unfortunately wide of the frame, but you can tell that he is keen on scoring another one, and Dowling has all the momentum at the moment. Indeed, and actually an interesting adjustment here from Coach Darby Wesley for Urbandale. Darby subs off his left center back. He puts his left back into left center and brings on a new left back. So clearly uh, Coach Wesley for Urbandale recognizes that Joe Reed is a handful, saw something he didn't like in his defense, and makes an adjustment. So we'll see if that substitution can slow down Joe Reed and the right side of the attack for Dowling. Now here comes Dowling again on the right-hand side. This time it's cleared away. Uh, but uh, that'll be a little bit of a matchup, a little bit of a chess game between coaches. And on this side of the pitch, now Hayden Marks again on the right-hand side with a shot on goal and a wonder goal from Hayden Marks. Wow. An absolute beauty. We're talking corner of the 18, right-footed, bouncing shot. Swerves, hits the near post, and bounce, goes across goal into the opposite side netting. A thing of beauty. Diego Leones gives no chance blocking that one. And again, a similar buildup. Irvingdale playing a ball over Griezmann's head. Hayden Marks gets to it first, takes a touch, and just a wonder strike. A hat trick for Hayden Marks. You know that anytime he gets the ball near the 18, he is going for goal. I mentioned at the half, you know, he's on the brace looking for his hat trick. Well, he just got the hat trick there. A very beautiful volley. ball falling down, hits it, catches it a little bit to the outside of his right foot. Near post. Keeper's never saving that. Tanner, we might see 10 goals in this game at this rate. At this rate. <laughs> at this rate, I might get a speeding ticket. We are on fire here in West Des Moines. It is 3-2 to two, Urbandale. We've now seen two goals at the end of the first half for Urbandale, and then through 10 minutes of play, two more goals. It is 3-2 to two, Urbandale. Uh, Dowling leveled, but only for about three minutes before Urbandale takes it, that lead back, and it's all Hayden Marks for the Jayhawks tonight. Absolutely, and it's very, very hard to predict what's going to happen next. Both these teams are just feeding off the momentum that comes about. Uh, you can see a run of play from one team, ball pops out, you know, the other team's going the other way very, very quickly in the counter with dangerous attackers on both sides. You know, you have to be aware of the counter and these dangerous players because they're going to continue to look to find the back of the net. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's interesting as it's similar success for each squad Yeah, as the right winger, the right forward, if you will. we got Joe Reed for Dowling, Hayden Marks for Urbandale is having their way with their opposing player. And you saw Joe Reed get in behind twice. You now see Hayden Marks get in behind three times. And uh, it's been an exciting matchup. And now here's Joe Reed cutting in on the right-hand side, using his left foot. Forcing a diving save by Nathaniel Hersum and goal for Urbandale. And again, we're at a breakneck speed here at Dowling Catholic. This is a fun game. The parents are having a blast cheering on this matchup. Yeah, it, I think this is this is gonna. It's already a goal fest, but I don't think we're done seeing goals in this matchup. A flick on balls in the box. Stewart on the end of it inside the 18 for Dowling plays it back across, cleared away. Stewart again trying to settle. Stewart inside the 18 dribbling across. Plays ball through to Joe Reed, and a kick save to Beauty. Carson Boyle gets the rebound and puts it in. And that goal is coming back. Wow. So now we have a goal called off for offsides. Well done. Quinn Stewart on the weak side of this goal on a corner kick. Keeps the ball alive. Plays the ball back in the box. Joe Reed forces a really good kick save from Hersum in the Urbandale goal. 
Carson Boyle read it well, and Carson Boyle was ultimately in an offside position as he knocked the rebound in. Unfortunate for that. And now here comes Carson Boyle to the sideline for a yellow card. Boyle sent a uh, bit of a body check to the Airedale defender and uh, looked him down after knocking the player over. Referee didn't like that, so we've got a first substitution of the second half for Dowling Catholic. Carson Boyle will take his 10-minute break. J.D. Harmon, senior for senior, onto the bench for the Maroons. And uh, an unfortunate yellow for for Carson, just time-wise. He had just put the ball in the back of the net. This game is all over the place. You know there's a goal about to happen any time, and he takes himself off the pitch with a, uh, a hard foul. Really unnecessary to go in that aggressively, that part of the pitch. And now he's on the sideline for 10 minutes. Yeah, unfortunately, Boyle there, you can tell he's probably still you know, a little upset because it occurred 10 seconds after his goal was called back. He thought he equalized the game. Uh, a bit of a reaction there. And, you know, you can throw that shoulder in, and when you go shoulder to shoulder, that's clean. But he took out the back of an Urbandale Jayhawk, and then, yes, he gave him a little look while he was on the ground, like, I've been in the weight room a little more often than you, which you cannot do at this level, and he'll sit for the next 10 minutes. Indeed. And while we're talking there, uh, again, Hayden Marks with the hat trick for Urbandale, Feeling super confident. Does a bit of a Maradona to beat Griezmann right in front of the Dallian bench. Puts his foot on top of the ball and hits a nice switch uh, to keep possession for Urbandale. So, Hayden Marks just braving with confidence. Uh, he's hitting volleys off the post. He's doing Maradonas through midfield. Uh, he's having quite the game in a big night here on the road. It's Urbandale's second-to-last game of the season, and uh, he definitely wants to uh, improve the Urbandale seating as they enter the sub-state groups. So, uh, and a fun night for Marks. He's having a great evening. And Dowling in possession now through midfield. A bark on top of the ball again for the first time in a while. Finds Joe Reed's feet. Joe Reed holds off a tough challenge. Beats the defender. Second defender comes to help. He beats him, too. He looks to play a bark a through, but a little too much on the through ball. So that ball rolls into the Urbandale goalie's hands, and they look to reset the attack. It is 25 minutes to play. 3-2 to two Urbandale on a very exciting night of CIML soccer. Yeah, we've mentioned Marks and Reed's names on both sides multiple, multiple times. I think that if I were to make a bold prediction of the game uh, next June when they're both seniors, you will be seeing them in a Iowa High School soccer all-star game representing the west side of the state. I think that's a pretty good call, Charlie. Uh, so now Urbandale in possession looking to attack. Parker Stork intercepts nicely, plays it out to his right midfielder, Stewart. Stewart looks to beat a guy on the right-hand side and play a deep through ball into J.D. The ball's intercepted. And now Urbandale looking to come back. Urbandale with a nice one-two, but a one-on-three for the Urbandale striker. Lays it off for a deep shot that does not test Diego Leone. And we'll take a second to thank Construction Professionals, a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. Find them online at cpcustomhomes.com. It's a family business, again, that is Oren and Marilyn Stryker and their son Derek at Construction Professionals. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. As Dowling Catholic Boys Soccer is losing 3-2 in a conference matchup against the Urbandale Jayhawks, Urbandale in possession, looking to attack. Ball is uh, the about 30 yards out. The ball is now played on the right-hand side. Again, here's Hayden Marks, the hat-trick goal scorer with a nice cross Ooh. across the six-yard line. Diggle Leon off of his line. To catch that nicely, uh, but again, Hayden Marks is giving Griezmer an absolute handful on the right-hand side, and uh, now Jurgens in possession knocks it back to Patty Sullivan. Patty Sullivan looks to play it long. Ball is under hit and intercepted. 
Urbandale in possession. Nathan Lucan only hit it as far as the sidelines, and now it's an Urbandale throw-in. So 24 minutes to play. Dowling down a goal. Urbandale in possession. Arania, the creative vision in the attacking half in possession for the Jayhawks, finds his forward's feet. They're running at the Dowling defense. They're into the box. There's not a foul given, but there's a shot on goal and a good save at close range from Diego Leon. Yeah, Dowling here struggling a little bit to play out of the back. So nice we've seen now two, three chances come uh, for the Jayhawks on, on just, just poor giveaways uh, trying to connect what should be simple passes for the Maroons. You know that there's their passes that they make in training every single day. It's not coming off here, and ultimately it's leading to some chances for the Jayhawks. Um, if they want to get back into this game, they're going to have to cut that out and then get the ball into the attacking third. And here's a long ball from Joe Reed who says, let's just give this a shot. Looks to find a bark on that. Header, Abarca, a little undersized to win that aerial challenge. Ball goes to the Urbandale goalie. And now Carlos Arrania, the midfielder for Urbandale, looking to create an attack. Joe Reed playing a little deeper now. Wins possession back for the Dowling Catholic Maroons. Dancing on top of the ball right in front of the D at half field. Finds Quinn Stewart, who now plays another long ball across to Abarca, who does lose another header. And now this ball comes down. So it looks like we've made a bit of an adjustment. It appears that Abarca is now playing alongside J.D. Harmon as striker, and Joe Reed had dropped back in the midfield. That might have been a temporary rotation as Abarca now plays a little bit deeper, and Joe Reed returns to the, uh, the front line for Dowling. Abarca on possession. Always has a nice touch. Always brings that ball down nicely. Uses his body uh, while undersized to shield well. Looks to find J.D. Harmon's feet. J.D. wins a foul in the attacking half. So what does Abarca do for this offense, Charlie? It's pretty crazy that he's a freshman. Um, I think that, you know, he's going to be a player to watch here uh, for, for the next three years. You know, he, seeing someone have this great of an impact on a game at 14 or 15 years old, you know, he is, he's outsized for sure. He's outpaced by some of the kids around him. But you can tell he's just naturally a gifted soccer player, understands the game, great first touch, and he brings a lot to this Maroon roster. Indeed. And now Jurgens with a free kick, middle of the park, into the box. A dangerous location, and Stewart was right there at the six-yard line. Just missed it with the header, but a good, dangerous ball from Jurgens into the six. It's an Urbandale goal kick, 3-2, 21 and a half minutes left in the second half. Dowling is losing after going up 1-0 and tying 2-2. Henry Marks with a hat trick for the Jayhawks, having a fantastic game. Dowling looking to possess an attack. A bark on top of the ball again. Does well. Finds it out wide. Stewart looks to find Reed's feet. Urbandale now in possession. A nice up back and through from the Jayhawks. Looks to switch the field. They do. They're into the Dowling half now. Urbandale striker under pressure. Dribbles inside. Switches across to the right-hand side. And a good step by Danny Griesmer. Nice and well-read. He charges out of the back and looks to switch the field. Does not find a teammate. That ball is played over the top quickly on a one-touch ball. The ball bounces in front of Leon and Parker Stork with a great recovery back to save for a dangerous chance. Lucas Sturbach was driving for Urbandale, and that ball bounced right in between the center back and the goalie. Always a dangerous spot. Yeah, one thing that we're witnessing here, Tanner, is there is absolutely acres of space in the midfield for both teams because both back lines have dropped off dramatically here in the second half creating a ton of space in the midfield. So we have, you know, players that are trying to dictate the game in there, and they're going to have a ton more space to do it based on how far both these back lines are sitting. Indeed. And 
you wonder if that's a conscious or subconscious adjustment from each team because a lot of the chances were coming by playing the ball over the head of the left back and having the right striker get into space behind and, and do some individual magic to create some chances. So uh, definitely an adjustment, and uh, we'll see how these teams adjust with 20 minutes to play. We've got a substitution, so Carson Boyle, the senior, the captain, re-entering the game for Ben Jurgens. Sorry, for Quinn Stewart. Boyle, number three, back in for the Maroons. So Boyle, again, got that yellow card after his goal was disallowed on an offside. Looks to be the right call from where we're sitting in the booth. Now Carson Boyle enters the game and is straight into the 18 for this corner kick for Dowling. Jurgens on the kick, in swinger, to the back post. Abarca's there. Abarca settles it inside the six. Abarca lays it back to Boyle. It's intercepted. Boyle wins it back. He's on the sideline. He looks to find Abarca's feet. Abarca does, offside. but Abarca is offside before he can get across it to find his teammates. So a good little chance off that corner kick, both in offsides. Urbandale with a kick coming out, and they will take their time, set up their formation, and they're in no hurry to uh, restart this game. So we will thank Mercy One. With more than 50 primary care clinics in the Des Moines area, there is a convenient Mercy One location near you. Mercy One has you covered. Ball's back in play. 18 minutes and change. Nathan Liu on top of the ball. Beats a man in the middle of the park. Finds Carson Boyle outright. Boyle up dribbling forward on the right-hand side. He's got Joe Reed ahead of him. Looks to find Joe Reed through. Joe Reed is through. He's on the right-hand side. He's near the corner flag. Beats one man. Cuts into his left foot. And is a shot just wide of the goal at the near post with his left foot. You had... 21. Quinn Stewart, yeah, he had uh, Jurgens back post, wanting the ball. Joe Reed shoots, and uh, given what we've seen of Joe Reed tonight, you don't hate the decision. But uh, now we've got Jurgens coming to the bench, number 10, and we've got, um, no, sorry, you've got Ian Jurgens entering the ball game. So number seven, the freshman coming in, or sorry, Ian Grudel in for Jurgens, the mouthful, excuse me. And uh, the play resumes with Joe Reed on the possession, down the right-hand side. The ball is kicked out by Urbandale for a throw in Maroons. 3-2 Urbandale, 17 and change to play. I'm Tanner Krause. This is Charlie Bales joining me in the booth tonight. We have now a throw in for Dowling again. It is Fabian Leone on the right-hand side. Finds Abarca's feet, corner of the 18. Settles down. Ball played into Joe Reed. Joe Reed near the corner flag. Plays a big, deep cross. Only as far as the goalie for Urbandale. J.D. Harmon was in the picture. The referee wants to have a word with J.D. and calm him down. J.D. is upset about something. Can't quite tell what that is. And that's going to be a yellow card. So, interesting turn of events here. So, J.D. Harmon, the senior forward, clearly frustrated. He was gesturing to the far sideline. Something was upsetting him. The referee tried to calm him down. And J.D. said something to the referee. The referee decided a yellow card was the appropriate reaction and so now jd walks to his bench frustrated pleads his case to his coaching staff who is uh, confused and upset by losing their senior striker down a goal with 17 minutes to play so entering the game for dowling is number nine enrico sartori fernandez the freshman striker who now pairs with joe reed up top as dowling looks to uh, regain the lead or at least a share of the lead with 17 minutes to play and urbandale restarts the game yeah, I think words were spoken there. It looked to me as if he felt, you know, there was uh, – and, and 
Urbandale center back there that might have been holding him up as he was trying to make a run in there to get on the end of that cross. So he clearly didn't like it. He left. He let the ref know that he didn't like it, and the ref really didn't like his reaction to it, so he'll sit for 10. Indeed. Indeed. So we'll look to see the clock, and at about six and a half or seven to play, the uh, senior J.D. Harmon will be eligible to reenter. It's now a free kick to Dowling Parker Stork on the ball. Right in front of the Dowling bench, Dowling in all maroon and gray socks, Urbandale in all white. Dowling going from right to left on your radio. Ball into the uh, box, a big long ball from Parker Stork, completely changing the field of play. Urbandale with a couple of headers to clear the possession. Nathan Liu settling the ball on top of the box, excuse me, on top of the, the circle. Nathan Liu looks to play Joe Reed through on the right-hand side. That's been a winning strategy for both teams tonight is a long ball to find the right-hand side attacker. This time it's out for a throw-in. Joe Reed finds Carson Boyle on the throw. Boyle back to Reed. Reed dances. Reed dribbles inside. Reed gets tripped. Reed goes down. It is not given. A little of a delayed reaction from Reed. Was kicked as he beat his first man. Couldn't beat the second guy. Tries to get the call back. Not given. But gets the ball back now. That's a throw in. Beats the guy down the right-hand side for a deep cross. And that finds Gridell in the box. It hits Gridell awkwardly off the chest. It falls to a Barca top of the 18. Nothing is there. Appeals for a penalty from some of the Dowling players as they're saying Gridell was pushed off the ball. Great ball. Great ball to the back post. Barca on the back oh, side. Wow. And a fantastic goal. It was coming. Henry Barca, goal number two on the night. Great an incredible goal. That ball, he had a little bit of space, but not a ton. On the weak side of the ball, the ball is played from right to left, over the top. Barca settles it out of the air. Ball drops. And a clean and cool finish from the freshman for his second on the night. That does not look like a freshman finish to me. That's about a 30-yard ball coming in far post. He's got a right back closing him down, but he takes the touch inside of his foot, gets the ball down. He ultimately slots it past the keeper off one bounce, ties the game up. A huge moment for a young kid. A huge moment. Abarca, again, playing beyond his years. It is now 3-3. Three to three. We've got a thriller in West Des Moines tonight as the CIML matchup between the Jayhawks and the Maroons has produced six goals through 65 minutes. You've got a 3-3 tie, 14 and change to play. Urbandale back in possession, attacking down their favored right-hand side of the pitch. They've won a deep throw-in near the corner flag, right-hand side of the pitch. It is 3-3. Henry Marks on the ball. Haven't called his name much this half. Connects with his teammate. Intercepted. Well-read by Ian Gardell, the freshman, who plays it off of Marks' shins for a goal kick. So buckle up, everybody. 14 minutes and 20 to play. It is three to three. There is no signs of the team slowing down. Uh, the entire Dowling team is standing up off of the bench. They're on the sideline. They are pumped up, cheering their teams on. Uh, that goal certainly got the fans back into the game. And we'll see. Can Dowling capitalize on this momentum and regain the lead? Again, Dowling scored first tonight, 1-0, but haven't had the lead since. And now at 3-3, you just got to feel it's anybody's ballgame. Yeah, absolutely. And the key word you mentioned there is momentum. We keep seeing time and time again, once a goal occurs, uh, the, the, other, the, the team is riled up and ready to go. Last time Dowling did score, they conceded right after. So, obviously, they need to get through this next two minutes at 3-3, continue to push for the fourth goal, but they cannot concede in this, these coming moments. Indeed. And Joe Reed, again, 
never shy to take on multiple defenders, does keep possession, finds Gridell. Gridell back to Reed, who turns nicely down the left-hand side. Reed plays it across the box, finds Ibarca on top of the 18. Ibarca gets a shot away, which is deflected, bounces on top of the 18. Boyle there to try to win the 50-50. No one can settle this play. The Irmendale midfielder does well to settle and dribble out. And now Urbandale into space on the right-hand side. Acres of space for Urbandale. They are now through the midfield. Dowling was very quick to get behind the ball and not give up any quick counterattacks. Urbandale, though, able to convert that space into a lot of possession, but unable to find the big switch that they were hoping for to unlock the defense. Bobby and Leone plays a big long ball over the top. Freshman Satori Fernandez down the right-hand side. That ball is bouncing. Sayich for Urbandale and Satori Fernandez are battling and Sayich uh, is about twice the size of Sartori Fernandez and is able to use his body to shield it out. Goal kick Urbandale, and we will pause 10 seconds for station identification. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Dowling Catholic Radio, uh, Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio, three to three Maroons Jayhawks back and forth game. Dowling has just recently scored to make it a tie game again. Last time they tied it up in two to two. Urbandale scored about two minutes later. Urbandale has possession down the right hand side. That's been their preferred side of pack this game so far. Right winger and right striker for Urbandale. Hayden Marks has three goals tonight, so a hat trick for Marks. A big switch for J- Urbandale. They're now on the left-hand side. Keep possession nicely in the attacking half. They play it back to the defender, but it is intercepted by Story Fernandez, who wins possession to Abarca. Abarca finds Grudel down the left-hand side of the pitch. Grudel looks to play Reed through, but Reed pulled up on the run, and the ball is intercepted by Sayich for Urbandale and cleared out. What a touch. Nathan Liu with a nice touch to control the ball. Finds his freshman Ian Grudel on the left-hand side. Danny Griesmer plays the ball into the corner hoping for a bit of magic from Joe Reed, who is uh, deservingly a little out of breath. Joe Reed having a great game, two goals on the night. But this is a ball deep in the Urbandale part of the field. And we've got a couple substitutions. We've got Quinn Stewart, number 14, and Ben Jurgens, number 10, entering the game. Two freshmen coming off. So number nine is Trey Fernandez and number seven, Gridell, are both off the game. So we've got two seniors on for two freshmen. So we've got uh, Coach Teeling preferring the experience with 10 minutes and 42 seconds to play in the first, in the, sorry, in the second half. Again, it's a tie game, 3-3. We will go to overtime if no one can score in the next 10. The ball is cleared out of the uh, Urbandale half, but only as far as Patty Sullivan who knocks it back in. Knocks it back to this Parker Stork, who knocks it back to midfield. This ball is bounced around quite a bit. Nathan Liu, the senior center midfielder, settles it for Dowling. Looks to find a uh, teammate, but the ball is intercepted by Urbandale. So a back-and-forth, bouncy, ugly, if you will, <laughs> last 60 seconds as these two teams are just leaving it all out there. You can tell both these teams want to end this game in regulation and get that glorious winner in a conference matchup and secure their place in sub-state. Yeah, 10 minutes ago, you can tell the legs are, are going a little bit for both teams based on uh, the trade-off of possession, uh, the first touch is a little less clean. The turf seems to be getting a little faster for some of these guys' legs. But uh, we'll see if uh, Dowling can continue to push forward, find a goal here. Indeed, and they're pushing forward through a Barca again. Uh, the ball is intercepted by the Urbandale defender, but can only knock it out for a corner kick. 
So free kick specialist Ben Jurgens looks again the end of the corner kick, corner and kick. we will ben thank Dental board. Associates. Dental Associates addressing your smile needs and dreams at 3700 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. You can find them online at Des Moines slash Dental Associates.com. Thanks for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The ball is played into the box. And it's on top of the 18. Joe Reed on the weak side, the left side, looks to chase it down. He's got pressure from two defenders from Urbandale. He wisely plays it back to Nathan Liu, who steps up nicely and wins possession. Liu switches field to Carson Boyle. Boyle on the right-hand side finds a Barca. A Barca on the right-hand side, corner of the 18. Comfortably in possession. Looks to 1-2 with Stewart. Ball falls to Stewart. Stewart with a shot. It's blocked. It is cleared away by Urbandale, who relieves some pressure, but only a, for a throw-in. So good little build-up from Dowling off of the corner. Switching the field. Abarca in possession. Looks to beat a guy. Does so nicely. Boyle back to Abarca. Abarca across the 18. Stewart. Ball lands to Abarca with the overhead kick. Oh, no way. Are you kidding me? It's a goal! 4-3! Dowling with consecutive goals via Abarca in the second half. And Charlie... Abarca was the same player who tried an overhead kick at 20 yards, <laughs> two minutes into the game, and he said if he makes that, he'll be on ESPN tomorrow. Well, here we are with eight minutes to play. Score is tied up, and a little less overhead, a little more side of the body, but still back to goal. A right-footed flick beats the goalie, takes the lead, 4-3 Dowling. What say you, Charlie? This is absolutely absurd. Um what a finish. You know, he, he combines for a one-two, ball pops up in the air. As Tanner mentioned, he's about six, seven yards out. But it is an overhead kick that finds the side netting. And the freshman has scored a hat trick here in a huge game. This has been fun to watch. We've got dueling hat tricks here I called, tonight. I called ten goals. We're at you seven. called ten goals. We're at seven. And I don't want to bet against you <laughs> because of how fun this has been. It's four to three Dowling. Dowling goes up one zero, goes down two one, ties two two. Urbadale quickly makes it 3-T and regains the lead. Dowling makes it 3-3. Now Dowling makes it 4-3. There's eight minutes to play here in West Des Moines. We've got a thriller. These two teams are just throwing haymakers. This is, uh, this is wild. Seven goals. We are just under eight minutes left to play. You know, Urbandale's going to start throwing numbers forward, which ultimately, when you have Joe Reed up top, can lead to a counter to get you know, uh, the Maroons up by two goals. That's what they're going to be going for. We'll see what both coaches implement here for the last duration of the game to, one, retain the lead for the Maroons, and, two, go out there and tie this ballgame, send it into OT for the Jayhawks. And, again, Henry Abarca just having an incredible performance tonight. Three goals, but more than just the goals, the possession, the poise, the creative force, a real thing of beauty. Joe Reed playing well up top. And again, Hayden Marks for Urbandale number seven with a hat trick of his own has been much less involved later as the game goes on, but has done some individual beauty for Urbandale. This has been a fun one. We've got Carlos Arrania with the ball for Urbandale through the middle of the park. He beats Nathan Liu, but Patty Sullivan helps out his buddy and plays the ball 60 yards downfield into the arms of the Urbandale keeper. Six and a half to play, four to three, Dowling with an advantage, and a really fun matchup. Urbandale in possession, looking to build out of the back. A one-two through the center of the midfield. Carson Boyle intercepts, flicks to Abarca. Abarca plays it coolly to, to Jurgens. Jurgens back to Lou. 
Lou looks to unlock the defense, but overhits his through ball. And so it's a throw in for Irvindale deep in their own half. Sayich looks to clear, bouncing around midfield. Griezmann battles with Marks. Marks gets on the end of it, keeps it in play. Ball's rolling towards the Dowling goal. Sullivan looks to intercept. What does Sullivan do with it? Sullivan, oh, inter- no. Sullivan gives it away oh, to no. Marks, who plays it across to number oh. 16. And a big tackle, but the ball is not cleared yet. The ball is rolling across the six-yard box, now going towards the corner of the field. And we have a Dowling player down. That is freshman Bobby and Leon down, requesting assistance. What a turn of events. So this time Sullivan stuffed by Hayden Marks for Urbandale. Marks goes at the near post, plays it across, and the right back freshman Fabian Leon running back in to make a game-saving tackle. Yeah, Marks, Marks' tenacity uh, in the attack has ultimately created multiple chances here for the Jayhawks throughout the duration of the game. There, you know, he saves the ball from going out of bounds here on this near sideline. He tracks it down. He, he forces... Uh, O'Sullivan to take a bad touch backwards. He continues with it. He gets in. He squares the ball for a teammate. Great tracking back by the Dowling right back to sacrifice his body. He's down right now, but he saved the goal there for the Maroons. He really did. And if they, if the scoreline ends 4-3, Fabian Leone deserves a lot of credit for preserving this lead because he really came out of nowhere. Again, he's the right back with a big recovery run across the front of the goal and he meets number 16 Javon Tracy inside the six yard line for a crucial intervention and unfortunately Fabian Leone is still down so the clock is stopped both teams have now gone back to their benches to hear from their coaches and get some water as the trainer and the Dallin Catholic head coach Jackson Teeling are both talking to Fabian Leone the good news is Fabio Leone is sitting up. He uh, looks to be standing up now with assistance from his head coach and the crowd deservingly giving him a big round of applause. Fabio Leone shaking up. He's been a staple at right back for Dowling. Uh, I believe he has started every game so far this season as a freshman, and now he's going to come off with this injury. Don't know exactly what it is. He's clearly shooken up. Who will play right back for Dowling? And again, right away, you love to see it. Quinn Stewart, senior, going over, making sure Fabian's okay, thanking him for his effort and hard work, as now Dowling has to adjust their back four and work to preserve a lead with five and a half minutes to play. We will thank the Catholic Tuition Organization, which offers a great tax benefit for their donors and tuition assistance to qualified families who want to send their kids to Catholic schools. For more information, Find them online at ctoiowa.org or 515-237-5000. Thank you to Catholic Tuition Organization for making Catholic education a reality for those in need. We're back into action. 537 on the clock. Dowling 4, Urbandale 3. A very exciting game. We had to make a change for the injured Fabian Leon. It looks like number 23, Danny Griesmeyer is headed to right back and into left back, of all people, Joe Reed. <laughs> Joe Reed. And you know what? He, I applaud he, he, it. He's going to Marks. I applaud it. He's going to mark Marks. Indeed. And we talked about 
when do you do a band marking situation in soccer? You see it sometimes. You don't always see it. Henry, Henry Marks, Hayden Marks, has had a hat trick tonight. He's overpowered the left back for Dowling for most of the evening. You can't overpower Joe Reed. And so now he's playing left back, and his buddy Carson Boyle playing left striker who plays the ball into the box. He finds Quinn Stewart, oh. who shoots. Oh. Crosses, and now it's falling to Barca. Oh, oh. going to chance to steal it and puts it high. And a great individual for Carson Boyle. Again, Urbandale is pushing numbers forward. They're going to be exposed at the back for the less the rest four and a half minutes of this game. And Abarca, the ball fell to him 17 yards out. He had a chance to really seal the deal on this one, puts it high. And Abarca, I was going to comment earlier that he has taken every chance he's been given for that hat trick. Really his only true miss of the game there at a crucial time. You know, you, you, you give him all the credit in the world, though, for, for the world he scored earlier uh, uh, to, to, to put the Maroons up 4-3, to three, and he's already scored a hat-trick. Um, a, decent, a decent sitter there that could put the game away, but at the end of the day, he's the reason that they have the lead currently. Yeah, 3-4 is not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, had some work to do, admittedly, on that chance. You know, the ball fell to him. He was uh, about 17 yards out, center of goal. Goalie was in good position. And uh, ball rolled just high. So uh, now ball's back in play. Patty Sullivan makes a no-nonsense clearance. Say it's for Urbandale. Gets a head on it. Ball rolls back towards the Urbandale goal. It is cleared away as far as uh, the Urbandale midfielder. Carlos Arrania again with good possession. Who now lays it off. Long ball forward for Urbandale. Urbandale playing much more direct out of that break. Again, with uh, about five and a half to play, Fabian Leon uh, got injured on a game-saving tackle. And that gave each coach a chance to huddle with their group and give some advice. And so what we've seen now is Joe Reed playing left back, staying with Hayden Marks, the hat-trick goal scorer for Urbandale, the right forward. And you've got Urbandale putting numbers forward and playing very direct. So Urbandale doesn't care if they lose 5-3. They're trying to force an overtime here tonight. So three minutes and counting, frantic energy in the stadium. We've now got, looks like the girls' varsity team from Dowling has entered the, the stadium. So you've got some of their friends and teammates here joining us. You've got a lively crowd on a beautiful night in West Des Moines. The ball's bouncing through midfield. Urbandale just plays it long. Dowling trying to stand the pressure. Two and a half minutes and counting. Dowling unable to keep possession. This ball is bouncing every which way. Now Arania for Urbandale does really well to play it out to the right back. Right back from Urbandale, plays it right into the box. Parker Stork with a good header away, only as far as the right-hand side. The ball flicked into the deep side, a really good header from Griezmann to relieve pressure, and it gets back up and wins a second header. So Danny Griezmann now switching to, his, to play right back. Free kick, dangerous free kick And here. a dangerous free kick. So we've got Urbandale, free kick, two minutes and counting. The ball is, oh, about 25 yards out. Roughly the corner of the 18, a left-footed in-swinger, four-person wall for Urbandale. Ball played in at the back post over oh. everybody's head. Can't One minute, 45. There. That's a tough miss. The ball boy is going to be slow to react. <laughs> at home. Diego Leone, slow to react. Tick, 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 136 and counting. Diego Leone finds Joe Reed who's playing left back, plays it short. Playing Joe short. Reed in possession, looks to beat a guy. Plays the ball deep. Ball's at midfield, bouncing around midfield. Urbandale gets possession. Plays it right back into the Italian third. And 
That ball was intercepted nicely by Parker Storka, prevented a potential through ball, cleared away. And for the last 70 seconds, Dowling's just going to play clear it. And now we've got a one-two. We've got a counterattack for Dowling. It's one-on-three, but it is a counterattack. Ultimately, one-on-three is too many for Quinn Stewart there. The Riverdale keeper plays it long. The ball's bouncing in the uh, Dowling half. Joe Reed back at his left-back position. Now just plays it long. Carson Boyle looking to get on the end of it. Can't. Irvindale right back plays it into the box. Tidy Sullivan clears. Ooh. Joe Reed Ooh. appeals for a handball. Outside the box. And I'm not sure what this call is. The clock is running. 32 seconds and counting. The referee does not have great direction. The referee is asking finally for a clock stoppage. If you're Irvindale, you want those 15 seconds back. This ball is... In or out of the box, it appears to be a handball against Joe Reed. Again, Joe Reed's playing out of position at left back for the injured Fabian Leone right back. And this is this ball is on the paint of the 18-yard line. A very fortunate spot. That is almost a penalty kick with 28 seconds left. Instead, it's a four-man wall for Urbandale. Ball played into the box, and he's got oh. goal and hits the crossbar. Ball bounces back out to Marks, who looks for a bicycle kick, and it's Sent wide, likely the last event of the evening. What a finish. A free kick from 18 yards out hits the crossbar over Fabian Leone's head, or excuse me, Dago Leone's head. Dago Leone looks to clear. Six seconds. Middle of the park. Ball's knocked forward. Five, two, one. All game. Your buzzer. So an incredible match with an incredible finish as Dowling wins 4-3 on a Henry Abarca hat trick, and the team is mobbing Abarca. Again, he's just a freshman. The bench rushes to him. His teammates rush to him, and he deservingly gets lifted into the air in celebration as he delivers a victory for Dowling Catholic 4-3. A lot to recap. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Des Moines, this is Dallin Catholic High School, and 
if you've been tuned in, you got a thriller. I'm joined by guest commentator Charlie Bales in the booth, general manager for the Des Moines Menace in the booth tonight. And, uh, Charlie, you brought some energy. You brought some goals. You brought some action. What are your reactions to uh, this really exciting CML match? I, I, I chose the right game to, uh, to come and be a part of, Tanner. So thanks, thanks for everyone for having me out. Uh, a 4-3 thriller here. Dowling gets the job done on their home field. You know, they'll, they'll, it, it was great to see them come back in the second half. They're going to be living on cloud nine leading up to what's, I believe, senior night on Friday. Um, a fantastic game. A bark of the freshman with a hat trick. You know, a beautiful overhead kick to put them up four to three and ultimately win the game. Just absolutely wild stuff here. Wild indeed. We're going to recap this action for you. So Dowling takes an early lead, goes up 1-0. Less than 10 minutes to play. Hayden Marks for Urbandale scores two goals in two minutes to take the lead 2-1 to one going into half. Coming out of halftime, Dowling goes back to its original starting 11, scores a quick goal through Joe Reed, I believe. Yeah, Joe Reed, bad angle. Joe Reed, uh, tough angle. Lots the keeper, far post. Makes it 2-2, but for about two minutes, as then Hayden Marks gets his hat trick to take a 3-2 advantage for Urbandale. And then the freshman, Henry Abarca, with two goals in the last 20 minutes to take this from a 3-2 deficit to a 4-3 victory. A wild ride here in Dowling Catholic. And uh, we're joined tonight by Joe Reed in the booth. Uh, real pleasure to have you. Let's get you, uh, let's get you mic'd up. So, Joe, thanks for joining us. No problem. Uh, one of the more wild and exciting games that I've certainly been a part of this Dowling program where are your emotions at right now after a thrilling victory over Urbandale? Yeah, I was talking to the Urbandale guys. I was like, "This is, I love this part. This is, this is, this is fun. We're having, we're having the moment of our lives right now. And we just want to, we just want to go to state, make history, and we're doing a great job of it so far. We just need to work on it a little more, and do our best and work hard. So, absolutely, and that hard work pays off for you tonight. You know, talk to me about. The performance of Henry Abarca. Talk to me about a freshman coming in, contributing three goals. Uh, what does he do for this club? It's he's a great help. He doesn't. He's not a freshman in our eyes. He's a senior in our eyes. He's a great leader, and he, he could be a captain this year. I'm not. It's not even a joke. But yeah, he's a great help, and he's gonna do amazing things. Indeed, indeed, and, and you'll have a chance to play with him again next year. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a roller coaster of a game, right? So I think he had three lead changes, a couple ties in there as well. Um, what is it about this Dowling team that's able to come back from multiple deficits and fight on home turf and ultimately come up with a victory? It's just the heart of the guys, to be honest. And we got an amazing crowd out here. And yeah, we just got great leadership. We need to keep going. Yeah, and how do you think a victory like tonight will uh, propel you guys and carry you forward, you know, moving into sub-state and hopefully getting to the state tournament? This is amazing momentum. We got a, probably a first-round bye, maybe a home field advantage. So this is this is great for us. Well, Joe, thanks for joining us. Uh, congrats on your goal tonight. Uh, good effort on the right-hand side. You played really well. A really fun game. Go back and celebrate with your teammates. Thanks for coming up to the booth. Thank you. And that was Joe Reed, junior forward for Dowling goal scorer tonight. Uh, adds one to his tally. He's the leading goal scorer on the season for the Dowling Catholic Maroons. And we are now joined in the press box by head coach for Dowling, Jackson Teeling. 
So, Coach Teeling, thanks for making time for us post-game. Wow, that was fun. Where is your head at right now? Yeah, wow. I mean, wild one, to say the least. Um, my head at right now is just happy we got the win, right? Absolutely thrilled for the boys. Wasn't a fun, a fun game for the fans. But, I mean, unbiased fan, fans from both sides. So, happy to put on the show. I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff to clean up. Um, but we'll get to that in film and, and, and tomorrow and Thursday in practice. But right now, just excited for the guys. Indeed, indeed. I'll ask you the same question I asked Joe. It, it begs asking, your freshman Abarca with a hat trick and a couple of beautiful goals inside those three as well. Uh, talk about what he brings to this team. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, Joe, Joe uh, encapsulated it pretty well. Henry, Henry plays like a senior. Uh, he might not have the body of an upperclassman, as we all know. We're hoping he grows into his body a little bit um, and gets some strength um, in the coming years. But he's a great leader. He's just cool as you like on the ball. Great soccer mind. And then just has the composure in class to finish in front of goal. I mean, could have brought him up here tonight for the interview, but he's already had one this year, so trying to spread the love with some of the other guys. Sure. But yeah, so, yeah so, sorry, Jackson. Um, you know, obviously a, a huge win here, 4-3 victory. You gave up – you conceded the two goals in, in a 90-second span, seven minutes right before you're going into halftime. What did you tell the team at half? How did you get them to bounce back and ultimately come out here and uh, come out on top tonight? Yeah, so it's kind of been the same the same theme all season. Um, how do you respond? How do you respond? Um you know, those two goals we gave up, I feel like we just – we got a little casual after that first goal. We created some, some more good chances, and I feel like our team thought, like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. We're going to get another one. We're going to get a third and go into this game and put it away. And then sort of, you know, against run of play, that number seven was the dangerous players. Got the first goal. Second goal was a little bit of a defense mistake, and now we're, we're looking at our first deficit at the half all season. Actually, I correct myself. We were down 1-0 at Ankeny. But kind of a situation we weren't we were unfamiliar with. So how do you respond? I mean, you guys saw the second half, pretty, pretty pretty wild ride, but they responded the right way. Indeed, and late in the game, you're holding on to a one-goal advantage, about five minutes left, Sullivan with the turnover. Yep. You have the goal scorer for Urbandale, Marks, with the ball in the box, and Fabian comes across out of nowhere and oh. really puts his body on the line yeah. to uh, prevent the tying goal. First off, how is Fabian? He exited the game with the, some injuries. So tell us about his status. And then second off, just tell us about that sequence of events and uh, the importance of that intervention. Yeah, so Fabian probably has a concussion. Shaken up pretty bad. Kind of, He said he kind of blacked out there for a second. I mean, went into a crushing tackle, um, goal-saving tackle. So I kind of told him out there on the field and I was telling him, wow, okay, man, amazing work. So super proud of that effort by him. And that sequence there is just, again, you know, a little bit of nerves, a little bit of lack of composure in the back. I think Diego needs to communicate better with Patty there saying, hey, you got me. Put me back one time out. Patty either needs to just kick it out of bounds or play to his goalie. Um, there might have been a miscommunication with Parker as well, who's yelling clear it. So stuff we need to work on again. End of game nerves, um, but happy we had the freshmen. Freshmen are kind of the theme tonight. Step up and, and save that save that goal. Indeed. And so then subsequently, so you lose your right back. Yep. And Fabian's been a rock for you for this entire season. And you make an interesting adjustment. So you bring Griezmer to the right side. And then we bring Mr. Utility Joe Reed back to play left back. What's going through your mind? And why did you make that move? Well, Joe, you know, Joe plays outside back for his club team. He plays, uh, he plays club with a lot of those walkie boys. Um, so that's kind of his natural position. Um, he can get up the field to the whole field. So, 
Uh, in a perfect world, we love playing him at outside back, but we kind of need him up top to be dynamic. So it was a pretty easy switch. We know when we need to put a game away, we'll slide Joe back there. And then we wanted to match pace for pace with number seven because he was kind of he was causing us problems all night. He had a quite a dream goal as well on that third one. Indeed, thing of beauty. Yeah, Jackson, talk to us about you know obviously this this win was huge. Now Friday, uh, you have you have Johnson coming here for senior night. What's that look like? What's the message going into that game? Yeah, so another team that's gonna be in our substate. Johnson's probably gonna be the number one team in our substate, so we're hoping to see them in the final. Um, again, it'll just be kind of a, a, a good test to see what they're all about um, so they can see a, a version of us as well. Um, and, you know, I think it'll be a little bit, you know, playing a lot of guys from both teams because the game, unfortunately, doesn't have a lot of meaning when it comes to postseason implications. So we're hoping to get our seniors in, um, put on a show for the fans, and, again, go away with a victory if you can. Well, Coach Tilly, thanks for joining us in the booth. Get back down there, celebrate your team's victory. Uh, please give our best to Fabia and his family. Hope for a speedy recovery. Obviously, head injuries uh, make us all a little bit nervous, but uh, he really put his body on the line for the victory tonight. So congratulations on a thriller. Uh, we'll be back with a man of the match and closing words from Charlie and Tanner. Until then, you're listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer and Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Welcome back to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is a 4-3 thriller in West Des Moines with uh, three lead changes, two ties. Ultimately, we've got a Maroons victory led by the hat-trick effort of Henry Abarca and a goal from Joe Reed overcoming the hat-trick effort by Hayden Marks for the Urbandale Jayhawks. So a thrilling match, a lot of excitement out there. Uh, Charlie, let's go first to who's your man of the match tonight? Yeah, I think I have to uh, have to give it to the Hatrick hero uh, for the Dowling Maroons, uh, Henry Abarca, freshman. You heard both Joe and Coach Teeling say that, you know, the way he carries himself, the way he plays, he does not he does not look like a freshman uh, in all all aspects of the game, minus you know physical stature. But he was fantastic on the night. I thought that you know we mentioned he took three or four chances super well, buried him, put him in the back of the net. He got the game winner for the Maroons, and you know I'm sure this is a night that he will not forget for a very very long time. 
Indeed, indeed. Great choice. You know, it's hard to it's hard to stray off of the uh, the hat trick hero, the the winning goal scorer for Dowling. Uh, but I'll I'll go with uh, Fabian Leone as my man of the match. Uh, you know, Fabian Leone is a freshman as well. He's a right back, uh, steady starter for the Maroons, and uh, with a one goal advantage in five minutes to play uh, after a turnover inside the 18. Fabian makes an incredible recovery run from his right-back position to get across the middle of the goal and lays out a huge tackle, prevents a sure goal for the Jayhawks, in the process of which uh, does get banged up. Uh, you heard Coach Sealing say it might be a concussion, and uh, for all his hard work through 85 minutes of play, it should be 75 minutes of play, uh, coupled with that uh, critical intervention, you know, as a defender, tackles like that are as good as a goal. And, you know, a lot of times that's your role is to make that big play on that side of the pitch. And uh, that's what he did tonight. So I'll, I'll recognize Fabian Leone as my man of the match to go along with Charlie's choice of Henry Abarca. Uh, so, Charlie, closing words on tonight and looking forward to Johnson on Friday. What do you say? Yeah, I think that, you know, the boys are going to be on a high coming off of this, a 4-3 absolute thriller. Uh, they'll turn around, you know, a quick turnaround for a Friday night match. You heard Coach Teeling say that, you know, it kind of already settled with Johnson being the one seed and the Dallas Maroons being the two seeds. So, you know, honestly, it's a very, very good opportunity for some of these seniors here at Dowling that, you know, don't always play a ton of minutes to get in, run around, really enjoy a senior night, you know, stretch out the legs, get some other guys a rest, and then you strategically move forward and get ready for sub-state, ultimately trying to get to the state tournament. Indeed, that is the ultimate goal. Anything can happen in the postseason. So Dowling looks to have secured a bye with a victory over Urbandale tonight. Uh, sub-state seedings will go final after uh, tonight's matches. And so uh, that critical buy, that two seed, should give yourself a chance to play a couple home games in the postseason, which is always nice. You heard uh, junior Joe Reed talk about the advantage the crowd gave them at home tonight, able to come back from two deficits tonight to ultimately win four to three. This has been fun. Charlie, uh, pleasure. Thanks for joining us. I know you've got the menace season kicking off this weekend, so a lot on your plate. Uh, thank you. You brought a lot of action and energy to the booth. It's been a pleasure calling the game with you. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me. Um, I'll, I'll be ready anytime I get the call up if, if anyone goes down sick. Uh, I suppose we maybe say the menace plug as far as uh, menace are back this summer at Valley Stadium. We have a game Saturday night at 7 p.m. Uh, for the first time in, in two years, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, really exciting stuff. Uh, high-level soccer in Iowa. So if you're a soccer fan, tune in on Friday night for the Dowling Catholic broadcast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, That was all for us tonight. Appreciate it. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Soccer is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.